Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And we're back, round 1,000, <laughs> or so it feels. Yes, we are. Welcome to another episode of The Read. I am Harambe. Oh, God. Why was I about to do the exact same thing? <laughs> I'll just be Kwanzaa then. And this is The Read. Oh, my God. What a week. What a week it's been. How was your, uh, how was your holiday getaway in D.C. with Dustin and Asante? It's over. <clears throat> Oh, no. You didn't have a good time? I didn't have a miserable time. I had a great time, you know, uh, in fellowship with my brothers, Asante and Dustin. We had great time in the W Hotel together, you know, laughing. and It looked like fun on Snapchat. Being, you know, very ghetto. Um... You know, I told myself, I'm going to be social. You know, I'm going to go out. I'm going to, you know, pop bottles. I'm going to, like, greet people and say hi and have my year of yes. I'm shooting more for, like, a month of yes. 365 days is very, very long, Shonda. It is. But I commend you. I mean, baby steps. Absolutely. So, you know, I... uh, This doesn't sound good, friend. On the heels... Okay. (sighs) <sighs> on the heels of sweet heat you know i'm just i tell you girls all the time how much fun it is and you get to stand on you know the bar and and i get to twerk on speakers and just be completely ratchet and have lots of fun and the girls know how to have a good time um i did it and that's the that is really the point is that i'm finished okay you know, so it was like a challenge for you to complete. Then it wasn't even that it was like that bad. It wasn't like every because I expected to hate it because you know I thought the gays would be doing too much, and a lot of the gays do too much. Like you girls who be out here fighting at every single function, it's unnecessary. You know, it's unnecessary if you would just fix your face. And I know it's like, how dare I say that? But at the same time, like. <laughs> You y'all be going out looking to look at somebody crazy, or and then and then it's bitch. Who you? You know, it's just all like then y'all get to bashing in the middle of the fucking dancery for nothing. Mm. And now I can't watch Remy Ma perform. It's oh, just too much. That's too bad. Um, but I think other than that, I was you know the gays came out and they did commit themselves to having a time. People were dancing, having drinks, you know, just having a good time. Chase tried the fuck out of me again. Uh, on multiple occasions. Now, I feel like... Oh, no. You know, a few of you are probably asking, well, why do you still bank with Chase then if you already knew? And to you, I say, bitch, that's not the point. Like, that's the first thing from the point. In fact, what I'm trying to do is help you girls out. And so... 
They tried me again because these bitches decided, like, I told you, hoes, I told you blue bitches Uh -uh. that I was going to be in the D.C. area showing the fuck out with my finances because I work. I work and I work hard and I bust my ass and I've been doing this for years. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has been like, hey, here, Kifiri, would you like some money? Here, just take it. You you know, you don't have to do anything for it. I work for my money, bitch. And so you are not motherfucking Danny Tanner, bitch. You ain't nobody's goddamn daddy and you can't be telling me what to do with my money or holding on to my motherfucking money and saying blah 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 blah. we're trying to protect shit bitch you ain't trying to protect nobody but you bitch because you know if somebody takes this fucking six hundred dollars whatever they charge for ridiculous alcohol and shit like that that you got to pay me my money back you know that if somebody steals from me you have to pay me my money back that is the the deal that we made together why do you even have to tell them you're going to dc it's not that far away it's not another country because they're like oh girl you live in harlem well this is that you were currently in bushwick and you bought an ice cream and we just don't know if it's you so we just can't like bitch i don't give a fuck where i was i don't care if i was on fucking saturn bitch or if i was at moesha's daddy saturn i don't care where i'm at what time it is bitch it's my fucking money and the fact of the matter is i called you and not only did I tell you where I was going to be, I told you how I was going to be spending my money. I told you where I was going to be spending my money on. I told you where and when. I gave you all of the information. And you lying bitches told me that you were making notes and that everything was going to be okay. Why am I sitting in the VIP section waiting for five minutes for y'all to run this card again, bitch? I told you where I was going to be, you lying bitches. Y'all are some liars and some hoes and some scammers. Real life scammers and you full of shit. And I'm letting the world know. So it's fuck chase for life. As long as I draw breath, ho, me and you bitches got a coconut. We have been dead as bitch. So fuck y'all forever. Are we starting the show with the reads this week? Because... Also, <laughs> you know, I just feel Ooh. like, anyway, the point is, okay. I got to see my friend Kia. We got to hang out. Saw Dustin and Sato. We got to hang out. We got to go and be, you know, ratchet and gay and put on outfits. And we had really great chicken with mumbo sauce. So the weekend is finished. And, you know, I did it. So. Okay. Well, God bless. I accomplished something. You did. I didn't leave early and I didn't die. I bet you talked to total strangers, too. Did you take pictures with people? I did. You did? Wow. Did you kind of look away first and feel away before you said yes? Or did you just... That's not, that's irrelevant. (laughs) Listen, friend, I'm just proud of you for talking to people because I know how you are. And it's a lot for you to be social, especially when you don't feel like it. So I'm proud of you. Good job. Yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah. I suppose. Well, you made it through. So I finished. (laughs) Until the next time that you have to do it. Um, Here here we are, regardless. I just feel like, you know, if you're going to take your kids to the zoo, then you should. My whole read is about this. Okay, great my whole read so so black excellent because i just went to the bronx zoo last week with noah I did see that <laughs> just did so i got lots of opinions so black excellence this week is going to go out to um you're gonna have to forgive me um because i literally just mentally and spiritually and emotionally got here Woo, what a week. Um, Donovan Livingston has broken the internet with his the, a speech that he gave at uh, Harvard Graduate School of Education mm. where he is, you know, snatching a master's. All right. The speech is about five minutes and 45 seconds long now. As I told you all last week, you can send us emails now at 
the read black at gmail.com. These are the places that you can go to send us uh, black excellence tips and suggestions. A whole lot of y'all sent over this young man, Donovan. Some y'all said that he is a friend of yours. I feel like a couple of y'all are trying to claim that you used to go with him. <laughs> is he fine? Shit. I used to go with him too. So, you know, he graduated Harvard. He gave a very, very amazing and heartfelt uh, speech, you know, about education and blackness and being awesome and sickening. He looks super sharp and he seems like one day he will be married and have like a really great paying job and like a family and they all will love each other and be like little brown curries. But, you know, with like masters. I actually don't want to hear that name for a long time. So if Oh, could, I forgot. Yeah. If we could not, that would be. What nice. about curried chicken? I've never had it. So I don't have an opinion on it. But just that word itself is sensitive for me right now. And I just would, if I don't have to listen to it or think about it, that would be for the best. Because really, there's been a part of my soul that has been shut down. What about Riley? So Why do you, this isn't necessary. Like, I already had to unfollow Aisha. I can't do it. I used to love, you know, her selfies with her and her similarly based children on Instagram and all that. And I just cannot do it with that whole family right now and I understand basketball and all this is like I understand that the way that I feel about this is totally lacking in like logic but I still feel this way and I just don't want to think about him or his fucking family for a long time period I just don't what about like Pat Riley okay all right (laughs) you make me so sick I appreciate you um... though so, but yes, this young man who got his master's. Donovan Livingston. And you can go to um, GS. You know what? You can Google his name um, because Harvard actually has like a whole page up with uh, like the transcript of the speech and video of the speech and his sharp little stage situation outfit. I don't, I have no words. <laughs> well, I mean, congratulations to him just for graduating from Harvard and getting his master's and evidently being a bad bitch enough to be the one giving the speech. So, and good job, are young like, man. Oh my goodness, this young man is like black and like can form words together. And I don't think that I know that word. I have oh to look God. it up. It's a really exciting time. Go you. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. 
All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So this week in Sick Sad World, I just... <laughs> I just love the moment when I try to figure out which story you're going to lead with. I'm trying to start with something positive. A grab bag. I don't really... It's okay. I mean, if everything is shitty, then everything is just shitty. It just really isn't. What else is new? Anything. Yeah. Well, okay. There's one piece of good news. Um, the Gucci man is free. He is. Early. He's been released from uh, the hands of 12 <laughs> and is back in the street with a brand new bag looking like one of the five heartbeats. We had to let Gucci out for summer 16. He couldn't get out in August. We, I'm I mean, excited. it's just right. We needed this man for the summer. It's definitely going to be lit now. He has already released um, of course. <laughs> his first single since Freedom. It is called First Day Out the Feds. <laughs> and you it's gotta a love Gucci. Straight to the point. First Day Out the Feds, bitch, directly in the studio. So, why people and very young um, other uh, people. I want for you to know, if you didn't know before, that the reason that we celebrate Gucci so, you know, passionately is because Guap, what he did is basically led um, the sound that you all are obsessed with that comes out of Atlanta right now. Like all of these girls yes. that are giving you the boomins and the made-its and the digitals and all of those All these wannabe things. trap niggas, all this... All of them, it's all Gucci, should really be kissing each ring on Gucci Man. Really, finger. to be honest, Gucci Man needs a segment at the BET Awards just for all these niggas who are out now to pay some fucking homage. Really, the BET Honors. <laughs> be really like it should be a classy event. Make niggas dress up for this. I just feel like he should be real. Like we have to just be very clear when we discuss Gucci because. I mean, these girls, like he, yeah. they're definitely his sons. And so we're just so excited to hear what he's going to come up with, you know, this summer and for the remainder of the year. And, you know, here's hoping that he will stay um, out, out of, of jail. jail this time. That would be nice. You know, because Gucci, he, he likes to hopscotch back and forth uh, in and out of police custody. And so we're just hoping that this time he'll stick on the outside. And he spent his time in jail wisely. He looked like he has been writing and working on his fitness. That whole, I guess, you know, when you don't have access to lean or whatever else that nigga was on, you know, he's been 
in the in prison working on his body and all this. So I say, good job to you, Gucci. They and probably don't forward. have any gluten in prison, <laughs> so that might help. Um, Either that or everything in prison is gluten. I feel like they don't even really give you real food. Have you ever seen Lock Up? Yeah. Oh, my God. That show is so fucking fascinating. Like, the shit that they give these prisoners, the way they treat them, man, that shit is just tragic. It's like you can't just have now-laters. Man, I saw an episode of, like, floating prisons that they have here in New York. It's like an extension of Rikers. The niggas who are bad but not too bad, they put them on these barges right there oh, yeah. in the fucking water. This shit is wild. So, but yeah, anyway, I'm glad Gucci's out. Amen. Um, and it's Black History, it's Black Music History Month, I think. I think it always has been, but now the president made it official, so... And he's releasing a clothing line soon called, like, Delantic or something, which... I can't wait. I mean, I just feel obligated to at least buy a beanie, hoodie, something. Snap it, I mean, something. I have to. I I'm have to. Have it. It's a status piece, like Ivy Park. Exactly, which I also, yes. you know, invested in. And when the day Ivy Park came out, do you know how many white girls I saw on Fifth Avenue, Sixth Avenue with Ivy Park beanies on and shit? I was like, look at these bitches. That's why Lululemon was so pissed. <sighs> but anyway, well, your shit's ugly. Like it's ugly. I don't care. I mean, I mean right. it's, it's just not for regular. Me anyway, so I can say it's ugly. Stay at home so. mom workout clothes, girl. Like there's nothing about this that grabs me. I thought Snapchat put out a Gucci filter when he got out, but I think that was just niggas putting ice cream cones on their Snapchats. No, there was a Gucci filter. Was there really? Yes. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was an official Snapchat filter or if like some niggas in Atlanta just bought it because you know you can do that yeah. now. But either way, it was fire. Okay. And niggas were still putting Gucci Man. I mean, they were still putting ice cream well, emojis I mean, on course, their faces. But yeah, that'll never die. that's just because we're creative. We're going to need ice. He should be selling when he releases this clothing line. He definitely needs temporary ice cream tattoos. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like that's a thing. I, well, what do you mean? Like already you can get I that? don't know if he sells them, but I feel like there's like a... I, I he needs official like, goo-wop ice cream tattoos. Like temporary yeah. tattoos. yeah. Different colors and all culture, kinds of shit. For the culture, I agree. Right, of course. All kinds of shit. Speaking of niggas in jail, so there's this rapper named Troy Ave. And oh, he, um, I believe he's from Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in New York. Yeah. Um, and he was recently at Irving Plaza during what was supposed to be a T.I. concert. I think that he was on the bill or something that evening. For one reason or the next, they say that he uh, has some kind of issues with Mayno, who is also a rapper from Brooklyn. Mayno says, nigga, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Um, but either way it goes, uh, he was recorded shooting his gun in the middle of this club, like directly at club goers. Oh, yeah. Um, for what reason I'm... Not. I heard that it was in retaliation, but nobody, I don't even think, even now, I don't think the facts are all out. I think it's still kind of unclear. And happened. you know what? It can stay unclear to me. I just feel like, look, niggas, I, I, like, I understand nigga shit, and I understand, like, busting guns, gang shit, like, please don't get it twisted or fucked up. I get it. But at the same time, 
can we just use our better judgment? Please, like, just use your better judgment. Mm-hmm. I understand that there are times in your life where a nigga's just going to try you to the point where you feel like you want to take his motherfucking life. Just think. Think about things. Even if you are going to be foolish enough to just be shooting at each other and just mm-hmm. be like, oh, at let's work. just, let's take, let's take it there in 2016. Let's just be killing each other, nigga. Like, even if that's what you're going to do in the club, like, in the middle of a nightclub where people who have nothing to do with your shit are running around and then now niggas are wounded and somebody's dead that ain't got nothing to do with it and all this stuff like right like and for what right for what girl for what how do you really feel being Troy Ave your rap career is on the rise like you out here booking I mean yeah he was it was on the rise he was making a bigger name for himself not saying he was a star by any means but he was out here. I mean, I knew who he was. And now, right. And now, look, like, this was just poor decision making all around. And now somebody is dead, but. And that's not how you, you know, fire a gun, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Extremely clear video. <laughs> Shout out to Irving Plaza. They must have just upgraded them cameras because that shit was crystal. But, you know. But yes, like you said, he claims that it was retaliation. We just don't take guns to work, girl. We just don't do it. He's the victim. His attorney says that he's the true victim, and then they will be vindicated in the end of the process, and blah, 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 and where, where, right, and whatever. Either way, you look crazy. You look foolish. Right. And somebody is dead. And I would, and for what? For what? Right. I'm going to have to say that the dead person is the true victim. The other people who were hit by bullets, these are true victims. Because, I mean, I feel like... It appears you got caught up in some dumb shit. It appears you made some stupid-ass, nigga-ass decisions. But a victim, I don't know. That's a strong word. Well, um... God bless? God doesn't have anything to do with this, but he does bless. And so, good luck. Hopefully you talk to him about this. And rest in peace to the young man, Ronald McFatter. Who apparently was his bodyguard. That's what they Damn. claim or something like that. Damn. But either way, he gone. Damn. So, That's yay. <laughs> Rat beef. Congrats. And I think somebody else's show just got canceled at Irving Plaza. I can't remember who. Some other mid-range rapper whose name escapes me right now. But Like, let's just not make it harder for ourselves. That's all I'm saying. I know that we're going to, like, we already dealing with all of these goddamn O-Fays talking about black people this and hip-hop music that and and thuggetry and all this other fuck shit that has nothing to do with, like, all these blanket statements that, you know, white people love to give. Oh, that's, God. That's Andrew pointless. Schultz, dumbass. I wasn't going to say her name because I don't know who that is, <laughs> but the point is... The point is, like, we don't need to make it any harder for ourselves. Use your better judgment. Stop running around here and doing all this dumb, egotistical shit just because you got to be that nigga or whatever. Like, it it is pointless. Like, for for what? For what? For what? For what? But I know I'm going to find out. So it is what it is. Anyway... Moving right along, speaking of white people and their stupid shit, um, so Madonna posted a photo on Who Cares, and it was some picture from back in 1925 where she's wearing some kind of a blazer or something like that, and it says, wearing the jacket Prince gave me back in the day without permission from BET, LOL, God bless America. This is clearly a response to the little clip that uh, BET posted on Instagram after her excuse of a tribute um, mm-hmm. where they said, we saw that too, don't worry, we got you, or whatever the fuck it was that they said. Now, all I have to say, Madonna, is 
if you know, let's say that Prince really gave you this uh, this jacket and that he spit inside of it, so you would always remember him. And well, I, I don't care. You and Prince were the absolute best friends, and you climbed through a fucking wardrobe and entered Narnia together. I don't care. Right. Like, let's say all of that shit is true. What the fuck does that have to do with the fact that your performance was terrible? I don't understand. Like, I'm confused. How does like is this jacket? <laughs> Is that is it gonna bring him back, girl? What does that have to do? Is it gonna re- resurrect your dead ass performance that you gave to the girls on the <laughs> Billboard Music Awards, however long ago? Like, I want to know how that changes the fact the niggas saw your goddamn tribute and it was ass. Please. Right, enlighten me. She just reminds me of one of those white people who gets called out on some dumb racist shit and then pulls out every little piece of evidence they have that connects them to a black person. Like, oh, here's my excuse. Here's my gateway. Here's my past. Like, don't be mad at me. Me and Prince are best friends. And he gave me a lock in his hair once. But you did. Nobody said you didn't know Prince. We know that you have met Prince. The fact of the matter is that you It was just bad, girl. It was just a bad performance. still sucked. Even if it wasn't a Prince tribute, you could have sung anything and I feel like you would have sounded similarly terrible. Like, you can't sing. It was bad. But in the context of Prince's death and how it was supposed to be this whole big, great thing, like, it it was just horrible. And sometimes you have a horrible performance. You just have to suck it up and get over it. You're still rich. So what's the problem? You're still rich. You're still Madonna. You're right. still a legend. But your God performance damn. sucked. And we have the right to say that it sucked because you're performing a tribute to a legend that just passed that we're all still broken up about. And it was ass. And it was terrible. And not only was it terrible and it was ass, but it was a terrible ass performance <laughs> from a performer that we didn't even want to do the we tribute in the fucking first place. You weren't even qualified in so many opinions to give this tribute. There were so many better decisions or choices yeah. that could have been made involving this tribute. But they chose you anyway, bitch, because you, Madonna, and y'all are allegedly best friends or were best friends or whatever. And that's fine. Nobody's taking it away from you. But you posting this Prince probably in heaven and saw this and was like, girl, if I could take it back, I would. <laughs> if I could go and grab the jacket and take it with me, I would have taken it because the tribute was trash. Right. I hope that bitch evaporates. I hope you never see it again. I hope one of your black kids takes it and buries it in the backyard or some shit like i just really hope that she never has that piece of memorabilia to fall back on anymore girl go away so um tamar still doesn't have a job on uh, daytime tv (laughs) now why the the shade is that apparently, like we mentioned, I think last week, she felt kind of some kind of way because the the girls didn't respond to her text fast enough for the group chat. And so, you know, you know, she was pissed, I guess, in whichever wig she wears at the time. And then somebody posted a meme. It's really insane to me now that memes like get celebrities into trouble or they like become a story. Mm-hmm. Well, because people don't know how to not react to them. People don't know how to just let them go. But they end up making like the blogs and a lot of time the actual news. You know, the, first of all, 90% of memes are stupid. <laughs> like, just, or poorly done. I've, or horribly done. Misspelled, terrible font. Or they only apply to you, bitch. Like, that's not fu- <laughs> it's not funny if I don't get it. <laughs> right, the weirdly specific ones. Like, okay, girl, you could have kept that to you and your friends and I message. Right. That wasn't for the gram. When your when your daddy left a Corona in your car with a cigarette <laughs> in it, and now the whole car smells like trash when you on your way to Popeyes for work. Like, but that doesn't have any. I don't. <laughs> it's not relevant to my life. Anyway, so someone posted this picture of all the girls from uh, the read when Tamar the who. For, uh, <laughs> The where? This is the read. 
the girls from that other show that almost sounds like this one and um tam i'm just gonna show you the photograph She's sitting off to the side. The caption says, when you're in a room full of phony bitches, it's best to distance yourself. Oh, God. (laughs) So Tamar liked the photo and then posted a caption that said, pretty much with the nails being painted emoji. Okay. What about Tamara? I thought they were friends. I thought they were BFFs, too. I thought, you know, that Aria and Aiden and Vince Herbert Jr., all went Good to Chuck E. Cheese together and stuff. That Good little night. baby looks just like Vince. He is so cute. Oh, Tamar's son. Logan? Yes. I think that's his I name. I think that's his name. He's so he cute. He is. He's adorable. So. Despite all the odds. Despite every single one of them. <laughs> you know that but baby. He just persevered anyway. In the bullet. Amy, Blessing all the time, business. in the womb, God I mean, was like, don't worry, little baby. Them. Don't worry. I got you. I'm going to get this face right on together. You're going to be all right. So is she still blaming her coworkers for not having a job? I don't think that she's blaming her coworkers for having a job. I think that she's a little upset at a few of them because of I mean they didn't support her enough. I just I don't know. Maybe I don't know they should have ex- all quit. What do you right? What do you expect out of people you had nothing but a business relationship with, girl? At the end of the day, this is about money, period. This is not about friends. Y'all weren't friends before the show. So what do you really expect them to do? And I feel like out of and this is no shit. Well, I guess it is. Who cares? Of course it is. Out of all of them, I would feel like you would be the the what is the word I'm looking for? The I feel star? like out of all, not the star in essence, but I feel like out of all of them, if 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 one of y'all were to lose the job, I feel like she would be the one that's good. Oh, you know what I mean? Of all the people that get fired, she would be the last one. On right? The she would be the yeah, one out of all of them the would be like, getter. okay, you I know what I'm saying? She was the reason that people were tuning in. Well, I've, there were already some comments from people saying, oh, it's boring now and whatnot. I mean, I happen to think that it was boring prior to her being right. fired, but that's just my good. personal opinion. Apparently, the show was doing well, though. Dustin said they had four Emmy nominations. Yeah, and they just got picked up for like another two seasons or something. And they don't just pick up fucking shows no, they for don't. seasons Amazing. like that. Amazing. It must so. have been doing better than I thought. Yeah, I think, you know, people are tired of... Um, Barbara Walters squad. So they're just oh, trying to. Well, them move bitches have just fallen else. apart altogether. I mean, like, that's just a the joke. The view is just bad. And it used to be amazing. <laughs> it used to be a gr- Like, literally, a, I watched yeah. The View and from I, top to bottom. Even with Elizabeth Hasselbeck's terrible ass, it was still good. Like, it was a good show. And it was a bunch of really opinionated women, you know, giving their opinion on all these different topics and stuff. And it is just completely deteriorated. It's just, it's just not good. utter trash now. So. ABC so, need to go on and let that go. I don't know what Tamar is specifically upset about, but she hopped on Instagram again and said, Man. "Happy, positive, and not and in not an ill will toward anyone or anything. Check me out on Steve Harvey Morning Show tomorrow, and here I have so much joy. God is in control, and He has prepared me for what's to come. I may joke or shade, and that's just jokes. But no, in order for Him to use my heart, love, and whatever. Okay, girl." Why Why bring God into this? Because she's mad, but then she got caught being mad, but she don't want y'all to know that she's mad, so she's not mad. Uh, but you're clearly mad. like and Be mad, you're not fired. All right. Yeah, and that's okay to be mad about. It's okay to be in your feelings because you lost your job, but at the same time, how much are we supposed to cry for you? Like, oh no, poor millionaire Tamar. <laughs> what are we... <laughs> I'm just... That's the part that's confusing. Like, if it was like... What's the girl? What's, what's Jenny? Yes. If it was her, that'd be like, God damn. Because I didn't know what she did prior to this. Right. And I don't know what she would do I after. I think I saw her randomly on 
stuff, but don't let me say the wrong thing because if I have a confused with another Asian lady, I'm going to feel bad. So, I mean, I felt like the real was a come up for that girl because hers was the only face I didn't like readily recognize. Right. But so if it was her, even Adrian, yeah. I would have been like, God. Adrian got her Cheetah do. Girls money. I ain't worried about her. Is that income still coming in? I feel like she should, not still coming in, but I feel like she should still have it because the Cheetah Girls had all they money. Not only did they have them movies, they actually turned that shit into an actual group and them bitches made And went on tour. Right, right. So Adrian, and she had 3LW. Like, not saying they made no whole lot, lot of money, but I feel like Adrian. I mean, Adrian's probably fine. not broke. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying in terms of like what you would do after right. this, like what your next come up would right. be. Tamar can always go right back to singing. Always. She has a very good, like a strong fan base and she has a great voice. Like, so I'm thinking, okay, so you're not doing the real anymore. Go right back to And you to already music. have another TV show. You are already you have two on more TV right. shows. You're already on TV. you got one with your sisters and with your husband. So, I don't understand what she's mad about. Right. I mean... I, I mean, I get it, but... I get it, but all this internet stuff, it just seems like extra because who is really going to go out of their heart? Like, oh no, poor Tamar, you're so disenfranchised. Like, bitch. I, I think what we're trying to say here is that had it been either one of us, we would have been <laughs> like, like, okay, girl. Well, yeah. Well, like, goodbye. Yeah, that sucks, but... You know, um, this would be something I would be texting my friends about once again and not releasing all my feelings for the internet because it's just not that deep. Make sure that you have my last check in the mail and I want it on time. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And that's it. Goodbye. Like, sometimes doors close and that's it. That's just, I mean, okay, Tamar. But she wouldn't be Tamar if she didn't do the most. I mean, that's why she got fired in the first place. <laughs> So, oh God! Speaking of people who are no longer together, Cynthia Bailey and Peter Bailey <laughs> are. What's Peter? Peter. I don't know because I only call him Uncle Ben, so I, mean, I don't know his last name. It's irrelevant. I just his beard confuses me. I feel like Peter is not as old as he looks. Yeah, I feel like he wants his beard to be white. But he doesn't look like yeah. a natural white. Right, right. Or like it went gray prematurely and he could have could have died, but it was just like fuck it at the same time. Like maybe he thinks it makes him look distinguished. Right. But really right. he's just a fuck nigga. Like you could have just left it have with a little salt and pepper until you got there. But he was right. like, no, this gray just it it accents my chocolate. But I always felt like he was like too it. ugly for Cynthia, especially given who her baby daddy is. But you know what? Peter is bald and and, and dark skinned and allegedly Jamaican and that's how you get fucked up like the West Indian stuff like when he went back to Jamaica and met oh, his actual yeah. family I was like okay god this nigga really is from the island fine but, before but the that, way I they were looking at him it. I was like oh y'all ain't seen each other in forever they said oh yeah he left when he was like 13 or something I was like there it is back in 78 there it is that's it that's it right there <laughs> That explains it. Because they were like, I mean, yeah, we out here with this jerk chicken and all, but we don't know this nigga like that. I ain't seen this nigga since the Whalers were on tour, and I just feel like I don't, you know, we don't really know him like that. But we know we related. Yeah. And so here he is. I didn't realize the dick two bomb phenomenon had women, like, really out here fucking their lives up. Like, I knew from the inbox and, you know, stuff like that, that women were making bad decisions behind dick. But, like, getting married to niggas who ain't shit and who are constantly in some mess and staying in a relationship far longer than you should have because of dick. Like, I just don't know what else it could have been. Well, I think that a part of that is in... in... Because what else does Peter have, really? It's not money. Uh, It's not looks. It's not charm. Lots of sunglasses. (laughs) Lots of linen cat daddy suits. Uh, It must be the dick. It's got to be. 
I don't want to think about that. I mean, no, I don't either. But every woman I've ever talked to has warned me about West Indian men and their genitals. Like, Almost always. So it's, it's problematic. And you know something? That... I was going to say, I think that a big part of the reason that a lot of girls get caught up behind dick and, like, niggas is because we, we make women feel like they have to have that as like that needs to be a part of their life you know what i'm saying like yeah having a husband and having a family and being a wife and all that stuff like it's abnormal for you not to have those things oh yeah no matter what else you have accomplished it's like something's wrong with you if you don't have a man right and at a certain age like by a certain age right. and so a lot of times i think that women end up in situations with a nigga and he's like not great but it's like okay well i got one so i did what i was supposed to <laughs> But you don't have to. Like, you can absolutely be single. You never have to get married if you don't want to. You ain't got to have no motherfucking kids if you don't want to. Like, and if that nigga is trash, you can tell him to leave until you find a real good one. And if you never do, okay, well, girl, like, focus on having money. I mean, just listen to some Trina. You know, listen to Trina. Life all by yourself. Because you can do bad by yourself. You really can. You can be broke all by yourself. You can be miserable at home, crying all alone. You don't need somebody to help you be sad. Like, no one ever says, niggas, like, you when, when are you going to be a husband? Like, when you going to It's about time for you to settle down. <laughs> Except only mothers Hose. who are looking for, like, grandchildren. <laughs> moms who are looking for grandbabies yes. and moms who are the, the moms of hoes. <laughs> yes. Or both. Yes. They're the ones who would be like, okay, you need to stop running out here with all these fast girls. Yes. No. <laughs> niggas never get that fucking narrative of, oh, you need to be at home and blah, 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 right. whatever like that. And it's that, definitely so. not societal pressure for them to have a man. Like, I remember, it's not so bad now, but back in the 90s and stuff, there was all always a bunch of news stories and, like, speculation about why Oprah didn't have a man and what's wrong with Oprah because she's not married. And even that. then, I was just like, but this bitch is a billionaire. Like, Oprah done built a whole-ass media empire off her name and y'all are worried about her husband? Like, I always just assumed Oprah was like... For what? Who could, Like, <laughs> what? I could buy a man. Like, I don't even want to do that to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even feel like there's... Like, there is literally nobody out here who I'm just being like married to but then I gotta be with you for like forever. Mm, just not good enough. Yeah, like, I'm, good. I'm Oprah. Like, right. I have everything. And when you have, I mean, when you are satisfied with your life and you are fulfilled in what you've been doing, people act like it's something wrong with you because you're not turning around every corner begging and searching for a nigga. Like, damn, maybe my life is good. And maybe if I'm meant to be with somebody, then that person will just come into my life when they're supposed to. Why force it? I'm a nigga and I'm not looking forward to getting, I'm actually I'm not looking forward. I'm not trying to make marriage or any of those things part of my life yeah. i just came around to the idea of possibly having a child one day <laughs> and if i do that i'm making sure that i do it solo and dolo that way if i ever do get with a nigga when you gone bitch my baby's coming with me i'm not gonna Ooh. go and get with no nigga and we get married and do all this shit and then we go and pick one out together bitch and then you want to be like oh well, custody no my child like will be my pie. child before <laughs> I come you to you. You just don't want to have to co-parent. When I'm gone, my child is gone too. That's it. No, I don't want to have to. That's I mean, real. I don't have no problem co-parenting. I'm like, I don't have no problem taking care of a kid in a relationship together. But when we, when we if we, up. if we, I'm being uh, optimistic. 
if we separate one day, possibly, if stars don't align, then I don't want to have to be like, oh, well, let me take this nigga over to such and such. It's Saturday and he's supposed to get it two times a week. Oh, like, yeah. I don't, I'm Court, not doing all, all that. All that child support, all that <laughs> shit. That Where you gone, like bitch? So I just want to, if I, if I so choose, I want to never have to see you ever again. Yeah. So, but you can't do that when you're raising a child with somebody. You have to be unselfish. <laughs> it's not an option. I'm not interested in that. I understand. Um, I'm open to marriage, but I'm also very aware that it's not up to me if I get married. Like it's not up to me to meet a nigga worth a damn. You know, that's not really under my control. If it happens, it happens. But I just right. may never meet somebody who is worth marriage. So that is the tr- like okay. Yes. I think that we have to just get to a point where we remember that we came into this motherfucker alone. And you unless you're a twin alone. or something. But <laughs> you're going to go out just the same way, girl. And so you have to always make sure that you are providing yourself with the best you experience that you possibly can. Yes. So that you can fit everything else in. And it doesn't have to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just already fitting into a situation that's already sickening and so it's simply a bonus to whatever the fuck it is that you have but like girl you may never ever meet somebody that you really and truly want to be married to but if your life is already sickening it won't even fucking matter like you it'll be like okay well girl i'm already living la vida goddamn loca by myself (laughs) so i'm not gonna be miserable because i ain't got no nigga or i don't have no girlfriend or wife And I don't want to be one of those people who feels like, oh, I got married and now my whole life is about taking care of my husband and helping him get his health together and helping him act like he has, you know, some fucking sense. Because I think there are like multiple studies out that prove men live longer when they get married and women get like more stressed and die earlier than they should because they get married. (laughs) That sounds accurate. And there's so much stress involved with taking care of men. And then when you have kids, almost always the woman is the default like child care provider especially when the child is extremely young and that's just additional stress like if I'm gonna do all that then you need to be somebody who adds to my life I don't need another baby you know I don't need a dependent I don't need a nigga who does not know how to function without me or doesn't have his shit together if I'm gonna be keeping up after you and catering to you which I'm absolutely destiny's fulfilled ready to do for a nigga but you gotta be an equally bad bitch like I'm not gonna be out here you know making ducats and working my ass off or whatever and you supplying dick in a coke smile and I'm just gonna be you know (laughs) I'm not doing that my nigga for what I have I already have shit to do so you have to be out here making moves and doing all this type of shit and picking up the check because you can bitch and doing all that other stuff (laughs) and be showing out before I'm gonna be like Oh, you know, he has to wear a diaper for a month and, you know, we out here. Like, I'm I not going to be do doing it. shit for right. no nigga that's just giving di- Bye. Right. A nigga who don't offer nothing but dick and some company at night. Girl, I cannot do it. It's not good enough for me. I mean, because I can go to your house, get some dick and take an Uber right back home. That is not good enough for me to sign up to spend my life with you. Golden Girls DVDs give me all the comfort Come I need. Come on. I all the company. Just, listen, I have They're, plenty of weed in my house. I can get through the night. Thank you for being <laughs> a friend. They say it every episode. We are friends. We've been friends forever. And I, I have get tired of all it. the friendship and companionship I need right at the house I'm on my DVD. I'm great. I'm great. So you have to add some value. And if you don't, then you have to go. My friend back in Oklahoma was just texting me the other day about her boyfriend and 
he went out on Memorial Day and said he was going to be right back and then didn't come home to almost three o'clock and took her car. And she don't know where he went. He wasn't really answering questions and all this. And I'm like, why are you dealing with this from a broke ass nigga? Like, why are you dealing with why are you dealing with this for, with somebody who cannot even pay your bills? Like, you're still totally and completely taking care of yourself, which is fine. But you're also allowing yourself to be disrespected by this nigga. And that's not fine. So I just draw the line right there. If you gonna allow yourself to be disrespected, let it be by a nigga who is financing your life, girl. I don't get being disrespected. I don't get allowing dumb shit from niggas, but especially not from no broke nigga. I just don't understand why you would That's do that. Just... You can be, you could have been single and had your car all day and night and not but been But some bitches like to be nigga. like Wendy Rockhead Robinson when she was in Two Can Play That Game and she was dating Bobby Brown. Look at Because they be liking to have like, they love like picking up some fucking street red ass nigga and being like, oh, I took this nigga out of Jiffy Lube. <laughs> Oh God! And, you oh know, God! Blah, blah, Invitation blah, blah. was and going through with Mr. T Mobile. Oh God! He example. ruined her like, life at the time. He was so horrible. Oh my God! Back to back stories of how this fuck nigga was all up in there and, and had a girlfriend and a baby already. Right. Anyway, like I know Fantasia could do better than this. That's how the niggas be or whatever. But you just got to remember. You don't want to put yourself in a ring the alarm situation like Beyonce said. Like, I done... Don't do it. Done all this shit for you. upgraded you and you're not going to have another mm-hmm. bitch out here celebrating your gains. Right. That I gave to you. Like, no. Gain for you and find a nigga that's gained for himself and then y'all gain together. <laughs> Amen. So anyway. Cynthia Rest says in peace to Cynthia's marriage. Um, happy um separated she's enjoying the time apart i've heard that they're already going through the divorce situation so well i mean even when they were filming housewives he was in north carolina all the time and cynthia was like yeah we don't really see each other that much so i mean i saw this coming but cynthia also needs a storyline so i'm sure this was very well timed because she's got to hold on to that peach (laughs) she's got to hold on to that peach so all right girl i'll watch it next season i will so, last but not least, apparently, rapper Big Boy, at some point during the past seven days, I'm supposing, mm-hmm. posted uh, a meme on Twitter, and it says, Mothers in the 70s, with a photo of Florida Evans. Next to it, it says, Mothers Now, with a photo of some woman in a, like a bikini or something, in front of a baby and she's like giving you like b- Miami bike week thought pose. Oh, like a stripper type thing? Yeah. It looks like she's in Oh, there. I see it. Oh, niggas. And then it says, and we act like we don't know what's wrong with these kids. Now, I didn't see this first. What I saw first was a meme that said fathers in the 70s and it was uh, James Evans. And then next to it said fathers now and it was a picture of a big boy's head on top of a naked vagina. <laughs> So you saw the clap back first. Right. I was very confused. I didn't know the big boy actually did something stupid. Mm-hmm. But now I understand. Nigga, don't tarnish your legacy. For what? I just feel like, you know, <laughs> are you forgetting the giant percentage of you niggas that don't even go see your kids? I'm lost. I don't feel like, <laughs> you know, it's so many kids out here right now that are like, you know, okay, mothers now, fathers. I don't, you know, they have questions about the attendance of their daddies in general. So I don't even know what you're talking about. And, right. you, and you acting like. You don't know what's wrong with these kids today, nigga. Like, right. I, we're not even going to talk about your personal bullshit. <laughs> like, Didn't you have a whole ass baby on your wife? <laughs> 
and we wonder what's wrong with these kids. Maybe the fact that their fathers continuously disrespect their mothers is what's wrong with these kids. Why do we automatically blame mamas for kids having problems? I don't get that. How come it wasn't just a blank meme of fathers in the 70s and fathers today? Just totally empty on both sides then. Like, I don't get, what is the criticism of women for? Like, why is it directly on women? Plus, Florida Evans, like, no shade, she was a great mother, but she was in an absolutely shitty situation. Like, do you know they lived in the projects? <laughs> Them niggas had nothing. They had nothing. Did you listen to the words of the theme song? Like, the whole goddamn show is about the fact that they literally had, like, a nickel. I bought the series on DVD. I've watched every single episode of Good Times. They had nothing. Like, nothing. they barely had joy. They, <laughs> like, they, they had almost no actual good very, times. Very, very. Very rarely. The elevator went out all the time. They were on like the millionth floor. The super wasn't shit. Nothing ever worked. The the set was even small and shitty. Like it was. It was literally about my block. It was bad. Like we don't know what we act like. We don't know what's wrong with these kids. Oh, I'm sure generational poverty don't have nothing to do with it. Like just nigga, stop with the memes. Stop quiet. Like it's no doubt. Don't run outcast. You're already never coming back. Right, y'all are never getting back together. Never releasing another album, even though I think they still have one left on their contract. Right? I'm sure that know. whatever label has given up hope on that. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. Because I have of men who are shitty fathers being like, oh, ha ha, women are strippers and shitty mothers. Like, but you are also not the pinnacle of fatherhood. So I, mean, I just feel at least you just aren't. At least the kids know they did mamas. Like that's that's where I'm starting. I, mean, I just feel like sees you know, mama on a regular basis. Mama mm-hmm. helps with homework, tucks like, him in. Speak to his mother. Man. And y'all don't want to pay not, child support, but don't want to do any of the boring ass daily minutiae that you have to do when you have kids. Do you know how fucking tired some children are? Like just to be in their presence 24-7. It's just so much work. Emotionally, it's work to be around kids. And y'all fight about paying child support. Much less actually going to spend time and raise them little niggas. And they leak. <laughs> I have been around kids all weekend. I went home. All my cousins have kids under the age of five. Like, and I love them. They are hilarious. I will sit there and watch them all day. But them little niggas are all the way exhausting. Like, just being in the presence of toddlers will make you tired. So I'm tired of talking about them. Right. My hats off to any woman raising kids with no man's help, and then having to, you know, and then you go online and you maybe see your favorite rapper post some bullshit ass meme like you the problem mothers with kids. Now. Right. Oh, mothers are the issue with these kids. Yeah, okay. You can it's suck mama's. my maternal dick, bitch. That's what you can do, bitch. <laughs> Come because on, maternal dick. At the end of the day, ho, like, what? First of all, there is a very not to say that one is more important than the other because it isn't, but the the experience and the mm. plight of being a mom is very different than it is being a dad. Yeah. Both of you have to be parents and you have to hold your weight, obviously. But, like, the emotional experience and connection that a mother has with their child is different than a, that of a father. So, like, why don't you mind your motherfucking business? Make sure that all of your kids are getting their fucking straight A's. Make sure that your motherfucking kids ain't out here hoeing. Make sure that your motherfucking kids no right from wrong and it hard on hardcore drugs just be a parent right. to your motherfucking kids and encourage your friends and your niggas that don't even you know that your nigga don't go and pay his goddamn child support you got 18 goddamn friends with 25 kids each okay. and none of them fucking take care of their kids and y'all hoes still at motherfucking G5 and One Oak and 4040 Club on the weekend laughing but then you want to talk about moms today shut up Man. shut up shut up dig a ditch in Prospect Park and jump in And don't come out. Only time y'all spend more than three hours with your kid is on Father's Day and Christmas. 
And don't even want to do that. And don't even want to do that. You have him on Father's Day just so you can take a picture for social media and then you send his ass right back home. You don't know you what you did. And you get him again on Christmas Day because your mama got to see you him. You don't know what you did with the macaroni art that they made your motherfucking ass. And it was heartfelt. They glued each and every piece of Easy Mac oh, onto yeah. that construction paper, bitch. And you don't even know where it is. Kids what really do be- mamas do? They have that shit in a closet so they can show your ass again when you're 35 <laughs> of how you made them a macaroni fucking card that says love you mama on it because mamas do that shit bitch now that may not be every fucking mama but if we're going to be talking about parents out here today bitch we're going to be pointing all the goddamn fingers and you niggas definitely need to catch up and that's the real no tamar right if you're gonna generalize and shit on parents let it be on fathers it should not be on mothers who are overwhelmingly there for their children in ways that men of all races are not. So not to go mention to hell. that these kids have just annihilated their vaginas. Like they have just, oh my God. just. You should look like Hamburger Helper when it's done, man. It's just chopped and screwed. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you push a human out of your urethra, nigga? No, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. I just, I'm so, I just, I get so confused. I'm sorry. I just, I get confused. I don't understand the nerve. Man, every time I think about somebody exiting my body through the birth canal, I just get a little nauseous because, you know, that just seems so dramatic and just so intense. And I don't know if I'll personally ever recover from it. Like, how many ice packs does it take for your vagina to look like it used to did. I mean, and then your body is just <laughs> used to do so much is happening. And so, let's not do this. I feel like we do this every week with I like women in childbirth because it's just so much. I just thank God that I can just go <sighs> out and Fuck that mean. look through like a magazine or iPad or whatever and just make one. Yeah, that's true. By the time you get ready to have a kid, it'll be on an app. Yeah. You could just download it and pick and out the kid you it. want. Yeah. And they'll just deliver it to you. You can like download it. They'll just send you a CD in the mail or some shit. You can get a baby all kinds of ways. It'll happen. I could probably give him like tiny, like Tamika Cottle eyes, like at birth. You probably will be able to customize eye color and shit like that. But let's hope you can't actually give them Tamika Cottle sized eyes because her shit is a little like it's disorienting to look her in the face. It's pretty bad. Especially now with them veneers for eyes or whatever she got. I don't know what you call them. They're just so bad. They're. Oh, God, if I never hear Frozen again, my three-year-old cousins love that shit, man. If I never hear that shit again, it won't be a day too soon. Well, that's all I've got. Amen. Let's move on. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so we're back, and now it's time for listener letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. This comes from B, who says, During the Q&A at the Baltimore show, Kid Fury mentioned that at the beginning of his career, he quit his job and focused completely on his brand and improving his craft. You said your folks looked at you a little crazy, but they let you cook. I know someone who is a creative who has always hated punching a clock and working for others. Over the last year, she has chosen not to work and she lives with others currently in her parents' basement creating her art. What's worrisome is that her bills have accumulated. She has no real life to speak of because she has no money, but her art is also no closer to getting out there than before. It seems as if she's hiding from the world, but she says she's, quote, living the dream, end quote. Her parents have gone from confused to angry to resigned and silently worried. They've asked me to talk to her, but as someone who also likes the security of having a regular check, I do not understand her lifestyle enough to really sympathize, let alone give advice. So two questions. First, is her behavior typical of the creative journey or is she being too lazy and scared to face the real world? If it's the former, what should we, her loved ones, do to support her? And if it's the latter, how can we give her a loving kick in the ass? Thanks for your insight, B. Um, well... I think that everybody's, I know that everybody's creative process is different, especially depending on what you're creating. Now, I don't know when she's saying art that she means like literal visual art. Or she doesn't clarify exactly what kind of art her friend does. It doesn't really matter anyway. But yeah, everyone kind of has a different process that they go through in in terms of creating and stuff. I think that um, it definitely is important for you to be honest with yourself when it comes to quitting like a a nine to five or a traditional job to focus on being a creative because you can't like when I did that, you know, yeah, I was lucky, lucky enough to still be living with my parents and they were supportive to an extent, like neither one of them understood, but my, like I said before, my father was more like, this is cute, but when are you going to get a job? How much longer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my mother was like, all right, I don't get it. But if you need any help or if you need me to like pay for your domain or whatever hosting, then I'll do it. Because she didn't get it. But she just liked the fact that I... I think that my mom saw how much passion I really had behind it. And I was telling her, like, trust me. Like, I'm going to do this, this, that, and the third or whatever. And this is where I'm going with it. And I just, like, it's going to be a thing. And she was like, well, I'm just glad to see you 
you know, give a shit about something or whatever. So <laughs> that's real. You know, have some passion in something, and if you feel like this is gonna make some money or do whatever for you, then fine. I don't know that she even thought that it would get as far as it's gotten so far, and obviously, I have much more to do. But yeah, you have to be honest because I knew that. Like I believed in myself, but I still am honest with myself and I'm like you know I this could go a million different ways and if I have to go back to getting a job then I will go back to getting a job you know but I think that I was very invested in what I was doing and just really didn't didn't focus on failure like I was just like I'm gonna make this I mean but you were also making money I think is a key distinction I wasn't making money like I'm making. Well, like, no, not I'm, like money now, but you weren't, you didn't have zero dollars. Her friend is like making no money. Like there's no progression. Right. But you don't want to be like, be, it's hard for people when they aren't making any money because they know they aren't making any money. They know that they aren't broke. I mean, right. they know that they, they don't need to they be reminded don't. that they're broke. Right. <laughs> so it's hard for you to be like, okay, bitch, well, you broke and you need to go and get another job and we love you anywhere, whatever. Like, nobody who's a creative wants to hear that fuck shit. Nobody. Nobody does. But if it's getting to a point where there really is no, like, increase or anything in sight, then you might, I mean... Is a year even enough time to give no. it? No. No, but her parents, I think, is, I think the issue is that she's living with her parents and they're becoming increasingly worried to the point where they're reaching out to this other friend like right. okay, what do we do with this because well again like I'm saying parents don't really understand a lot of that stuff especially parents of a certain generation because yeah. you know our parents are very much like girl where are your pace right <laughs> like- like so I think like, my mother would be supportive of any creative endeavors if I was living in her house, but it would also be like so. But my money though, like exactly. So you're not in school, okay? So you are going to have a job, right? Like you don't have a job and you're not in school. You don't get to live with me if you are unemployed and not in school. Like it, you don't get both in a lot of black households. And so, so yeah, I, that's why I'm saying I think that you have to be honest with yourself. You know. um, because it did take me a little while to be getting, like, a little bit of money where I could, like, pay my own bills, put a little something towards, you know, the bills in the house, put gas in my own car, pay my own note, do all that stuff. Like, it took me a little while to get there. Mm-hmm. It was a slow creep, though. But like you said, my mama saw, my daddy saw, like, oh, it's a little bit of money coming in. All right. So we'll see what happens. At least this bitch ain't asking me, you know, to put right. $20 in his tank. <laughs> right. like, if you wanted to go out with your friends, you at least had the money for I that. I could fund it myself. You wasn't paying half the rent. But right. You, yeah, you could at least take care of your own things but it wasn't always like that and so you have to be honest with yourself you know if you're living with your parents and you don't know exactly when your parents are giving you fever like bitch what's going on but you might want to start weighing your options like i said you know before i before i quit my job when i quit it and was like i'm not doing this anymore i had enough money at this point i was making enough money to not have to ask my parents for anything even though i lived at home Mm -hmm. but before that i was working a nine to five or even if i was working part-time i still was staying up in the middle of the night all night long writing drafts for this blog shooting videos at three o'clock in the morning editing the video at five o'clock in the morning like i was staying up all night long to still do that and work at the same time because when i wasn't making no money my mama was like so you need to drive to work but you don't have gas but I don't get it see I put gas in my car by going to work <laughs> like, I mean then, I understand where you went wrong so I'm just I don't understand <laughs> like I went to school I got this master's 
<laughs> oh God, my mama has a master's too, and my daddy has a law degree, so it's even less understanding. And my mother is a CPA. My mother's I I have all of these pieces of paper like, with my name. <laughs> right, I'm so, so credentialed. Just, Why don't you have anything? <laughs> you need gas money for what? <laughs> so, That's um, so real. Oh, just man. I. As a friend, I guess I would sit down with your friend and just talk to her about, like, her game plan. Like, short-term, long-term, all of those things. And just try... I think it'll be easier coming from you as her friend right. than at, from her parents to just be like, hey, well, what are we doing and how are we going to get about doing this? Because I absolutely believe in you and I know that you'll do all of those things. But like you do still need like short term goals and right. how you're going to survive before you get there. And it's so hard. It blows chunks. It, it sucks so bad where you want to be your own boss and create your own stuff. But you're at that beginning point where you still have bills and you still right. grown. So you have to go still answer to someone people are like oh god I, hate it so I much. mean i had a regular full-time job for two and a half years while we were while doing we were doing this like recording every week and traveling for live shows and still 40 50 hours a week clocking in for some great white people but still you know working for somebody else right. on top of doing the creative thing and it is hard so i think if i were you i would talk to my friend like first just about her art in her yeah. career because I feel like she probably doesn't have very many times to just talk about what she's doing and what she's making and her goals and all that like I wouldn't even approach her about money it would just be like you know sis like let's talk about you know how you've been doing over the past year like what do you feel like you've been doing well at what are your challenges you know just kind of like talking to her about it because the sad fact is that not everybody is going to be able to make money much less sustain a whole life on creative work it's not in a capitalist society like we don't live in the type of world where people are allowed to just exist without being productive you don't if you don't produce (laughs) and make money it's like you are useless to society so i just i feel for her um but at the same time like there's a certain amount of realism that you have to have and if her parents get to the point i mean i think I think it's cool for you to talk to her as a friend, but ultimately, you know, whether she has to get a job rests with the people who are taking care of her. Right. That's not really your responsibility. So I would talk to her as a friend. Yeah. Maybe. And then talk to her parents. You know, this is how she's feeling about her art or or even talk to her and then be like, I wish y'all would get together. (laughs) You know, it kind of feels like you've been put in the middle of this for no really good reason. But maybe they don't know how to talk to her without being judgmental. Um, if she's, if, I, I would go know. all about her spirit. If she's being like lazy, well, she said she's living the dream. That is, I mean, the dream is not to live with your parents and have them take care of you when your work's not making any money. So that's not true. But the dream might be to not have to pay no bills. It might be that nobody wants to have their parents pay their bills. That's not the dream. Like nobody except for Angela's baby father. But nobody else wants to just be like, hey. You know, I'm living the dream because my mom and dad are taking care not, of me. Not anybody with creative um, aspirations. Not people who, you know, have art that they work on and want to get better at and do professionally. It might feel like the dream because you're not going to work and clocking in and you're doing what you <laughs> want to right. do, what now you're passionate that, yes, about. That is a dream. You're right. But it's not going to be a dream when mom and pop tell you to get the fuck out. Right. Because so, you just can't do that in the, in the real world unless you are independently wealthy. Myself? 
I don't like nobody telling me yes, no, maybe, you may, you it? may not. I don't like it. So even when my when I was staying at home, my the fire was under my own ass. And mm-hmm. I was checking on that shit at the dawn of every day. Because yeah. I said, yeah, I may have a little bit of money to pay this bill or whatever, whatever. But I ain't got no money to put on my own roof over my head right now. And that's where yeah. I want to be. So I exactly. was never comfortable living underneath their own roof, even when never. I was making a little bit of change. Because I want to be able to take care of myself. If she's being complacent and lazy because she's being taken care of, then yes, you do absolutely absolutely need to shake the shit out of her and be like, okay, what are we going to do? Because they're not going to take care of you forever and they shouldn't have to. But if she's put in work and just not seeing the results, that's something else. So you got to figure it out. <laughs> Talk to her, ask questions. Ooh, my mama just made fun of me this past weekend because she was like, "Oh, I remember when you were 15, and the day you turned 15, you wanted to go around filling out job applications and all this." And I was like, "Girl, that was 14. your fault. That was because you used to tell me all the time, oh, you want to go to the mall? Oh, you want to do this? Oh, you want to do that? I mean, when you go to a job, when you get to a job, you can do whatever you want to do. When you get to a job, you won't have to ask me for $20 so you can go to the movies, all this shit. So, of course, the day I could legally work, I went and got me a fucking job. I got hired two days after my 15th birthday and I've been working ever since I think that I was maybe 14 because I think you could work at 14 you're just going to work as many hours as whatever. yeah you can only work 20 hours but a I week. was literally leaving high school and saying would you like some fries driving straight to work and it sure was, was only because my mom was like you want the new PlayStation what <laughs> Exactly. I don't buy video games. <laughs> like it was because was, my parents were like, we'll get you a car, but you have to pay for the insurance and put the gas in it. You would like to do what? Right. I'm not giving you money for this. No. <laughs> so I'm I not giving go. you money for a teenage fund. <laughs> No. <laughs> and it's, I don't even, not that I grew up, you know, rich or nothing, but we weren't dead ass broke neither. It's not like yeah. my mama didn't have $20. It was that she wanted it me to work prince, for it. Right. 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 It was right. It was that she wanted me to get off my ass and go work for it. And then she, and but now that I'm all extra grown and old, she's like, you always was just in such a rush to be independent and all this. I said, well, sis, whose fault is that? You are the one who lit the fire under my ass. If you would have just bought me the damn Fruity Pebbles like I wanted, <laughs> then And every time I came I home for the summer or anything else, I always had a job. And she would like, but anyway, good luck to you and your friend. Let us know yeah, how it your goes. Your friend's the one who need to look. Yeah, and yeah. well, you know, God bless. The fact that your parents even let you stay at home without a job or going to school seems to me like an immense privilege because my mother made it very clear, not in my house, you won't. And even now, my little brother, who's about to turn 20, is the last one in her house, and he's going, he's been at community college the first two years, now he's going off to a four-year school, so he'll be moving out in August. And the only reason he has been in my mama's house for two years is because he's been in school this whole time and maintained a 3.6 GPA because she don't play. You're not just going to sit in her house and do nothing all day. So but anyway, our next question comes from Bruno. He says, I'm in a tight situation. I received a call from my friend's mother that my friend was arrested and placed in jail for a bunch of unpaid tickets and missed court appearances. He has a total of 11 charges and his mother called to ask me to co-sign on a bond. Nope. His family is short on the amount to put down on the bond and the bondsman needed a co-signer to guarantee the remaining funds. I called the bondsman to ask what all was needed on on my behalf and they told me I would have to temporarily sign over my car, provide a recent check stub and give them a copy of my ID. Not doing it. Long story short, if my friend skips out on court or doesn't pay their half, they're coming after me. So I told them, hell no. 
Now some of our mutual friends and his siblings are coming for me saying that I'm wrong for letting him stay in jail because they know I got it so it shouldn't be a problem, etc., etc. I kind of feel guilty because he's in jail, but we're not that close anyway. Am I wrong for not wanting to help and cussing all these hoes out for telling them how I should for telling me how I should spend my money? Or should I set it aside and find a way to help anyway? Let me know what you think. Thanks. When you do the crime, you gotta do the time. When you do the crime, oh yeah, you gotta do the time. When you do, do the, the crime. crime. I um, mean, God bless. It, it must suck to go to jail for unpaid tickets and miss <laughs> That sounds dumb as hell. That sounds like something that could have been avoided had you just stayed on top that of your shit. That sounds like Orange is the New Whack. And it sound, it also sounds like his bond probably shouldn't be that high. Because that just doesn't, it doesn't sound violent, you know? He didn't break in nowhere. I mean, why can't they all come together and 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 get it? I don't understand why everybody... We can talk about the judicial. Is it the judicial? We can talk yeah, about her I mean, all day. Right. So, but no, of course you're not wrong. Listen, maybe I would have provided a recent check stub and ID, but signing over my vehicle... You can kiss the blackest... <laughs> part of my hindquarters. I can't even fathom saying yes to that shit. The answer is a simple and swift no. Because, listen, you have a history of not going to court when you're supposed to. 11 charges, girl! No! So as soon as your black ass skips out on court again, not only are they coming to my job and looking for me, they're going to take my fucking car. How am I supposed to get to work to bail your motherfucking see, ass out of jail see. the next time, bitch, <laughs> if I ain't got no goddamn car? I didn't do anything. No, the devil is a lie. I understand his family feels away because he's in jail and they don't have the money to get him out, and you do. But it's completely unreasonable to expect you to sign over your fucking car on behalf of a nigga who you say you're not even that close to and who has shown over over and over again that he likes to not go to no, court. No, 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 no. I'm not doing it. No, the, the devil is every is bit of a motherfucking no, lie. No, girl. <laughs> and you can just ass. be mad, bitch. If you didn't have no fucking money or if you needed some money or whatever to deal with all of these motherfucking things, mm-hmm. you should have asked for some money to pay for your parking ticket. Right. If that was the issue. Before it gets this bad. Before it got to this point. I will point. never forget the one time I got pulled over by a cop when I, I had like an outstanding parking ticket or whatever and my license ended up getting suspended behind it mm-hmm. and I got pulled over and my co- the cop gave me another ticket he could have arrested me but he was like I'm gonna give you another ticket because you claim you ain't know about it which I did but mm-hmm. they arrested me, me ticket back. for driving with a suspended license yep they sure did me and my friends I was in college and we were on our way to Walmart in a very white town in Oklahoma oh, that's the worst place to get arrested and me and you know and it was like 12.30 in the morning because it's late and college students don't give right. a fuck about nothing. I think it was like so 3. So everybody kicks it at Walmart. Right. And I got pulled over and the man was like, well, your friends are going to have to drive your car because you're going to jail for driving with a suspended license. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, it just seemed to me like, you can arrest me for this? Like, this is a ticket I didn't know about from like two years ago. But anyway, I was out in like two hours, know, but still, thing, that but was enough. They had like no, it's up to the, the officer. Ticket. So oh, okay. considering where I was in Oklahoma, which is the not richest surprising. city in Oklahoma, I'm not surprised that it happened. I was just like, wow, like you're really doing this. Like you're, you're really going to arrest me right now for driving with a suspended license. Okay. Either way, well, I told, I took that other ticket back to my daddy and was like, okay, so look, I don't know what's going on. And my daddy, <laughs> It was like, did you know that you had a ticket before? And I was like, yes, but I didn't. So he said, when you get a parking ticket or any other kind of citation, 
It will not simply just disappear. Which like, is what I thought. It does not just go away. <laughs> it doesn't just evaporate. <laughs> right. I say my daddy read me to bits. <laughs> he was like, so you just thought that you could just imagine that it, it didn't happen and yes. that you would just not have to pay the ticket yes. anymore? I just thought, oh, if I don't pay it. I mean, because I, I remember getting the ticket, but I also remember being like, who cares? My daddy was pissed. <laughs> he was like, so now the situation is even worse. And I have to pay for both of these damn tickets Woo. because you can just, if you didn't have the money, you could have just came and asked me to pay for the yeah. ticket the first time. I was like, well, I thought that you would be mad at me. Well, now I'm pissed. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> like, so yeah. what I'm simply saying here <laughs> is if your friend who's not really that much of your friend needed some help paying some tickets or whatever I had so you should have figured out a way to take care of those tickets so that you wouldn't get arrested why right. the fuck I gotta um Sign off my hoopty, bitch. Oh, wait, let me not. I don't know what you drive. Why I got to now tell these no, girls. No, but that's real. Not my fucking car. Not my fucking car, girl. Check stubs, fine. ID, fine. My Absolutely. car, you can kiss my the ass. The answer is no. Hell I'm no. I'm not signing off. Hell no. Nothing. Nothing. Right. No, not a not a car. Oh, so my mug. friends who were with me had to bail me out and they one of them had to sign something. Like I gave her the money for it, but she had to ha- sign something saying if I didn't go to court or whatever that she would be responsible for the other bond shit or whatever. And she was like, "Bitch, try me if you want to." But I mean, one situation of deal. I don't understand how your friend got multiple tickets and missed multiple court appearances because that one time going through that was all I needed to stay on top of my driver's license since that day. Like, if one of y'all called me and was like, "Look, nigga, I'm locked up. They on some bullshit. I had a ticket, didn't really know about it, or I forgot, or something like that," then I would be like, "All right, let me put on my slides, bitch. I'm coming." Like, right. it would be that would be right. one thing. If you have eleven charges, right. eleven charges from multiple tickets and missed court appearances, so you just saw these fucking envelopes from these people and were like, right. "Nope," and you just tossed I'm, that's it. That's what I don't get. Like, so you can't just nigga. be like, "Fuck my responsibilities," but then expect for me to take the responsibilities for the all the shit that you said. No, I'm not doing that. Not right. at all. They're not gonna take my car for me because girl you wanted to play a game right so if they mad at you for that they're just gonna have to be heated girl right and they can pop themselves right back in the much. fridge even even after that one time i had to pay the bill to get me out i had to pay the old ass ticket plus all them fees and shit i had to pay to get my license reinstated and then i had to go to court like two or three weeks after that just because you know of all the shit that had happened like it was a whole process just off of one time driving with a suspended license so you ain't even talking about getting your money back bitch you are you talking about Woo, signing over your car no. And nope, paying nope, for nope, it. Nope. If this nigga won't pay the motherfuckers that will lock his ass up, then Come how on. the fuck do you he's like? Not, you're he's not gonna, gonna, get gonna get your, your money, money back. back. <laughs> no, like y'all just gonna have to be upset. I right. don't care. Not only are you getting the bail money back, if that nigga doesn't go to jail, you're gonna have to pay even more and lo- possibly lose your car. Hell no. Hell and the nerve to talk about and no, because you out. know you got it. So. <laughs> Bitch, don't you know that the reason I got it is because I don't go around doing dumb shit like this? <laughs> Hello. I don't give my money to the fucking feds three times a month, bitch, because I refuse to pay the tickets. Maybe I shouldn't park. Maybe you need to get a bus ticket. Man, if you have an unpaid parking ticket or traffic violation, please go pay it right now because it will not just go away. It it doesn't disappear. It does not. It does not disappear. They will take your your license from you and then you will be on transit. So just take it. Just do it. And a couple years after that, I got another ticket driving fast on my way back from Atlanta, actually the weekend that me and you 
hung out in Atlanta and I got another expensive ass ticket and I was like but see a speeding ticket and a parking ticket are two different prices they are but I see I was for a split second I was like do I really have to pay this $170 ticket and I was like you know what girl yes the fuck you do yes yes the fuck you do yes and that's gonna be what you do the last thing you need is another problem with your driver's license because the one ticket that I may have gotten after that bullshit I I paid paid it it immediately immediately So I don't understand how your friend keeps doing this and just ignores the court system. I had a plan for ribs this weekend, bitch. But you know what? I'll wait. You can take this money (laughs) because I'm not going to jail. Ridiculous. And I'm not having my daddy bury me out in the backyard. God bless, Bruno. Our last question comes from Nikita who says, My boyfriend and I have been together for a little over a year and I have a serious issue with the way this man eats his food, especially in public. Oh, God. He doesn't follow any of the basic eating etiquette and it's driving me insane. disgusting. When I first noticed him doing it, I would kindly mention to him things like, Could you sit up straight? Or I can hear and see all the food in your mouth. He also eats super quickly and he never paces to match me or any of our fellow well, diners. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> like, that part is you. I mean, when I sit down, I'm getting to bed. So, but anyway, he slouches and hovers over his food and always has food around his mouth and chin. And last, but certainly not least, he chews very loudly with his mouth open. That's so gross. It's so embarrassing for me, especially when we're with friends, coworkers, or family. Now I just cook at home for the both of us and try to avoid going out as much as possible. <laughs> I dread being invited to outings because I know how he eats and I get so irritated with him because he does not know basic table manners. Am I out of line? Should I pick my battles and let it go because he's an absolutely amazing and lovely man aside from this? How should I bring this up without hurting his feelings? Well, I mean, that's not... Y'all have got to stop asking us how to do things without hurting people's feelings. Sometimes feelings just have to be hurt. And it's not even that, like, if your intention isn't to hurt the feelings, then I feel like everything is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it just happens and it needs to. But some things that you're going to say, there's no way to say them without hurting somebody's feelings. Like, in right. college, we had a roommate with a nasty pussy. Everybody knew that it smelled bad. Her room had this stench, like it was just real bad. But there was no way for the other three of us to be like, hey, sis, your vagina is rancid in a sweet way. Like It's going like, to be unkind. Right. It's a hurtful thing to say to somebody regardless. But not so, as hurtful as sitting up in puss smog. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The way the bathroom would smell after that bitch took a shower. Like, seriously, something was living in there, man. I'm certain of it. Coochie I'm certain smog. of it. It was just real, real bad. But anyway, God bless. I'm sure she's got that cleared up because she's got two kids now. But anyway. Um, the deal. That's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. That's that's something I can't, I can't do. It's just, it's, I can't. I can't do, like... Even in the privacy of our own home, seeing you eat it, like right. that would disgust me. It would just turn me off. I would never want to be around you because I would always is, be thinking about it. It shouldn't even have to be a deal breaker because he should want to eat like a human being. <laughs> why does he? Why is he against it? It's just like we were talking about, like when you have when you're like raising an adult adult <laughs> baby. It's like you have taken on the responsibility have to do. <laughs> of raising another child because it's like who? How did you not? <laughs> nobody taught you to to eat like a grown up, like right. an adult, like what is it that nobody taught you or you just don't care because I don't I don't. I mean and someone is pointing out to you like listen this is disgusting you are slouching over your food there's food all over your face you're chewing with your mouth open which there's no excuse for it like you're talking with your mouth open why aren't you receptive 
to taking the information I'm getting you and getting your life together. My parents from the Caribbean, they would be like, get your elbows off the table. Oh, absolutely. My mama didn't play nothing, nothing. Oh, my God. I'd be like, what the fuck, my elbows? Like, I can't rest my elbows. Like, girl, I'm at home. Are you serious? I can't just slurp the damn cereal? No, my mama would not play that. Like, not even at home, much less in a fucking restaurant. In public, you embarrass her like this? Why is your fork on that side of the table? So you you out out here embarrassing me? Like, I didn't teach you nothing? Like, I didn't raise you right? Mm-mm. No, his poor mother. My parents told me what hand to hold the knife in, Man. what side the fork went on. My mama really had to work with me on cutting food with a knife and fork because I would just go at it like a fucking savage. <laughs> we would get cussed out if we finished half of our drink before we finished eating. Oh, how dare you? You better not even begin to taste that Kool-Aid before you take a bite Are of your you food. Are you stupid bitch? <laughs> like, like, drinks during get... dinner were like dessert. It was like, how dare you? Like, oh, so you just, you're just going to disrespect. So you just thought you was going to drink your whole glass of grape Kool-Aid right now before you even touch my chicken. Like, she would stop bringing us <laughs> the juice. Yes. Until we finished eating. Because kids. You get nothing. Right. Right. And that was the only time we could drink something that wasn't water too. So we wanted it. Right. <laughs> we really exactly. wanted that sugar because she would not let us have it otherwise. So. Finally, I get some V8 splash out this bitch. Yes. And I have to wait until I'm finished with my Finally, fucking- I get some Pepsi and now I can't just have it. Like, girl, you know I want this Pepsi. But anyway. I just don't understand. Like, I'm not going to sit here and you're eating like a goddamn snuffleupagus bitch. And I'm just supposed to be like, okay, well, I'm not going to go to disgusting. brunch because I'm embarrassed. No. I I had a conversation with Destin. It's like a lot of niggas will be, will be great in every single aspect to you possibly. But little tiny things like that. Right. Personality stuff. It will just be, I can't. It makes me look at you some completely different. I'm just like, I can't do it. If you don't even know how to eat like a civilized human adult, it's like, I'm going to judge everything. Right. And, and it just, I can't take you anywhere. You cannot embarrass me like that. You can't be linked to me and acting like that. I can't do it. Ugh. I mean, he doesn't pace himself during meals. That's slightly embarrassing, but not the biggest deal in the world. Like That's, I said. <laughs> sometimes people are just real hungry. <laughs> Look. <laughs> and sometimes you just can't wait and eat slowly and politely. <laughs> people who I am talkative and like big in myself around will all have said to me like a million times during a me like you don't say nothing what you eating because i'm eating <laughs> i'm focused I'm using my mouth for something much better than conversation man so okay please be quiet i'm trying to eat my food here so if you decide that you want to have a talk a conversation or or catch up on what happened on real housewives last week while we're eating that's your business but yeah. i came here to throw down so let I mean, him know that this is really disgusting and embarrassing and he has got to straighten it up and like, he just has to. He has to. That's a service to your relationship. Because when I tell you that I would be out, like, I really would, I wouldn't be able to look at you the same. Right. So. Not to mention, right, and and embarrassment aside, if you have children with, these, with this man, they're going to copy the way he eats. And you can teach them all you want to all day long about proper table etiquette. But if they see daddy just shoving food in his mouth. They're going to be looking at you like, so. So you do it, but he don't? Which one of you is right? <laughs> Like, there's just some things you want to be on the same page as your partner. And I just can't have somebody who's going to act like that be a role model for my children. Y'all can't. It sounds so drastic, but that's so nasty. You can't all be at fucking Olive Garden and Golden Corral and you're right. the only one sitting there when using a fork. Can you imagine, like, 
a family of five and you're the only one oh, sitting there eating. You're the like, only one with any decorum, girl. Just don't commit yourself to this bullshit. I'm sorry. You and take him to could, some holiday dinner at work and he embarrasses the fuck out of you in front of your boss and your secretary and all your co-workers. You can't do it, girl. Because you know I'm going to look at you crazy. Oh, right. Because you, I, I'll be the co-worker who's like, girl, so your husband. And I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I mean, I could see it all, sis. Because I had to see it, too. So, and that's nasty. So, yeah, Nikita, let him know that this is really gross and that he's got to do better, at least at the bare fucking minimum in public. He has to. Like, this you is just so bad. You could never even argue with me. Woo! All right. Send your questions to asktherita.gmail.com, and we'll be back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. <laughs> but if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right, so it's time for the read. It sure is. Um, I'll go first this week if you want me to. I just want to talk about this gorilla story out of Cincinnati because it's just, it's amazing. Like, I don't, I just, I just. So many levels. So much happened here. So over the weekend, um, I guess a woman took her child or possibly multiple children to the zoo And the three-year-old was like, look, they went to the gorilla exhibit and he was like, so look, I have every intention of going down there (laughs) and kicking it with them gorillas. Like he straight up told her, girl, my mission today is to carry my ass down there and have fun. And she was like, of course, she was like, sit your little ass down. Obviously, you're not. Um, According to some witnesses, she got distracted for a couple seconds, maybe up to a minute. And in that time, the child crawled through the bushes and like through some entryways and shit and then fell 15 feet. Jesus. Which had to have been terrifying. Like, it just seems like that would have been so scary. But a four year old. He also seemed to kind of be having fun (laughs) once he got down there. Like, they both kind of seemed, like, into it. Right. So, the the zookeepers called for the gorillas to go inside to their little closed-off space. And the two women did. The female gorillas did. The male gorilla did not. Kel Surprise. Mm -hmm. And um, eventually caught sight of this little boy. And that's when it got scary. So, there's, like, all these different cell phone videos out. And at one point, he grabs the child, and he's just dragging him through the moat like it's his kid, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. And I don't know too much about gorillas, so I don't claim to know what their facial expressions or anything like that means. But 
it seemed like the type of situation where you would want your child out of it immediately, whether the gorilla was happy or not, Mm -hmm. because the gorilla is also totally unaware of its fucking strength. Absolutely. It's 450 pounds. It can, I think it can beat up things 10 times its weight or some shit like that. It it can do some very, very shit. They are some badass motherfuckers. Right. So your 45 pound baby. These gorillas can crush a (laughs) coconut in their palms. (laughs) Your child is... Father God. It's only funny because this baby is okay. It ends in tragedy. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, go ahead. So after about 10 minutes, the zookeepers have made the decision to shoot the gorilla. They said that tranquilizers would have taken too long. The gorilla may have gotten agitated or confused, angry. And hurt the baby. And hurt the baby. (laughs) So they just had to do what they had to do. They still made the decision. Fine. Yes, we get it. So when I first heard this story, my immediate thought was, bitch, how the fuck did your child get all the way down into a gorilla pit? And the and actually, I didn't even think bitch because I wasn't thinking mother. I was thinking parent. <laughs> I was thinking caregiver. And I was thinking that because I just took my ass to the Bronx Zoo last week with our friend Jade and her daughter Noah and then Jade's friend and her five-year-old son. So that's a five-year-old, a two, almost three-year-old, should be three next month, and three adults. And when I tell you they beat our asses at that zoo yeah. for two and a half hours, absolutely, it is. it requires constant supervision. Absolutely. Even in the children's exhibit, which we went to last and I didn't even... I have to tell you what happened, but I didn't even go through the children's zoo because I was so fucking exhausted by the end of that trip. You cannot take your eyes off of them for a second, especially when they are two, three, four years old, because they are still so much in the me stage of their identity. Yes. Their world revolves around them and And they do fun and having fun. You mean I get to go to the zoo, bitch? Now, and I told Jay when she asked me, I said, bitch, I don't even like zoos. Fuck, I look like going to the zoo. She was like, bitch, me neither, but you know, we're going to take Noah. Right, and you know, I've heard great things about the Bronx Zoo. I don't like animals or zoos, so this is not something I would have normally done. I kind of want to go. I mean, it wasn't a bad experience, but if you take a child, wear comfortable shoes, yeah. loose-fitting clothing, and understand that it's a workout. Like, it really is. You, It's not some leisurely stroll because they don't act like adults. Even kids to the park is like that. I mean, you give kids, especially kids who grow up in New York City, you give them an open, wide space, they're going to take off the fuck running. Because when, when do they ever see that? Right. <laughs> so. A parking lot? Right. A what? So this three-year-old, essentially, and five-year-old are at the zoo, and it took the three of us working constantly to keep them out of harm's way. Because obviously you want your kids to go to the zoo and have a good time, but when your baby is three and she doesn't care if cars are coming or people are walking or strollers. Like, it was so many times Jade had to snatch Noah up and be like, do you see these strollers all around you? Like, Noah, look before you take off running like they don't do that at that age right it does require constant supervision so i feel for the parent because this was obviously a mistake but at the same time it happened because you were not watching that kid now i'm not saying oh you're a terrible person because you took your eyes off your child for however many seconds i have been to the zoo with babies recently i know how fucking difficult it is especially if you had more than one kid by yourself 
You mean you tell me you took a toddler and somebody else to the zoo and you didn't have no reinforcements? I really do see how that child got away. But at the same time, sis, that does not just because we make mistakes does not mean we are absolved from any consequences. And so what I saw initially online, because I saw this on Twitter and then Facebook, what I saw was a bunch of people being like, Oh, well, this woman, you know, she's just every mom and we all make mistakes. And I don't understand why anybody would be thinking about, you know, charges being brought against her or restitution being paid to the zoo. And I'm like, really, you don't you don't understand that the zoo had to kill an endangered or whatever the fuck. I don't know too much about these gorillas, but (laughs) apparently this one was rare as hell. And they made sure to extract his baby batter and freeze it so they could breed with one of the lady gorillas so i mean this is not this there was wasn't like some 74 year old guy who said that he raised that gorilla since it was like a tiny right tiny and named it harambe and cried and all that kind of stuff yeah like it was and and as somebody who doesn't give a fuck about animals in general it still <laughs> made me feel away i was sad because the gorilla right that mean the gorilla was in a zoo the place where he is you know, supposed to be okay. You're already a captured animal. There are, he's <laughs> like, already, I mean, it already sucks. And again, I don't like zoos, so it's not like I'm on the zoo side either. <laughs> but the animal was already captured, but he was at least supposed to be allowed to live. That should have been the last right. place. Like, they're endangered, I'm, a, I'm supposing, because people are killing them in the wild. So, you know, this shouldn't have happened. It should not have happened. Your child should not have had the opportunity to get away like that he just shouldn't have it should not have occurred i mean that little nigga had to go through some stunts and shows to get down there girl it wasn't just around the corner free access or else thousands of toddlers would have done this by now so clearly this was an issue of somebody not keeping an eye on him if the zoo sends you a bill in the mail i can't say nothing but well good luck girl maybe you need to start a gofundme for help i don't know what to tell you but i don't see anything wrong with you being held responsible for perhaps having to pay the zoo back. So I don't I'm, think so either. So I'm finding myself, and even after, because initially I think a bunch of people thought she was white, and then it came out she was black, and oh, I guess yes. people changed their opinions. That don't make no fucking difference to me. The gorilla is still dead, and it shouldn't be. Period. Period. So whoever you are, I feel like restitution is the least you can do. Now, how Absolutely. much these gorillas cost, I don't know, because again, it could be tens of thousands of dollars. I'm sure. It costs a few MacBooks. Bitch. Well, I, I, and, <laughs> a and couple of Rolls Royces, I'm sure. So, for like half a day maybe, white people really had me fully on their side. You know how white people love to be animal rights activists and all this. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Justice for Harambe. This is fucked up. Like, somebody should have to do something about this. But then y'all had to take it to this whole nother level like you always do. Okay. It just had to be... It just had to get racist. It just had to be too much. So the Daily Mail, I think, published an article yesterday or two days ago talking about father of toddler in gorilla pit has lengthy criminal history with a whole news story on this baby's father and the trouble he has been in before but apparently he's turned his life around within the past few years and has a job and is taking care of his family and all this. So what is the fucking point? Of this goddamn story then like did the toddler have a criminal history right. so then why is one even being brought Clearly up like criminal he has criminal blood in man him, which man and he's so trying to steal the gorilla so that's frustrating enough because the media like it's just something about black people being in news stories that makes them say how can we make this look even worse yeah and and white perpetrators white 
attackers are afforded a humanity that we are not. And it's just it's amazing to me that they went that deep into it. Like you actually investigated the history of this child's father just for clicks, just to have a news story, just to bring up something negative about a black man that you could publish like you really did that and now all these bitches on the internet uh namely facebook are talking about oh well the parents should have been shot instead or they should have let the baby die and all this shit like bitch pump your motherfucking brakes did she make a mistake yes do we all make mistakes yes should her child have died bitch are you out of your fucking mind this is still a human being and again regardless of race my feelings do not change about that this is a human child versus a gorilla and i don't care if he was the last of the gorilla i still would have want him dead before the baby because that is a fucking human baby and the only reason you are saying shit like oh we'll just kill her and the baby then or maybe they should have just let the child i mean whatever happens with the tranquilizer that's just what you get for letting your child away like bitch are you serious are you serious restitution is bad enough a dead child is is completely not okay like if the zoo could have at all saved that baby's life then they should have period period there's no other explanation for it it was a terrible situation it was fucked up it's a fucked up story, but still, that's how it should have ended. If it got to that point, then the gorilla should have died, girl, because there's just no way you are going to convince me that I should value a gorilla's life over that of a human being, especially not a black child. And the fact that you are doing this is because he is a black child. Like, I, I, I really don't think the response would be this violent because there are like thousands of people in these Facebook pages talking about the mother and and whoever else involved should be arrested and brought up on criminal charges and y'all should have just what's wrong with her lazy ass that she didn't drop down in the gorilla pit oh so he can kill both of us so that he can just watch the gorilla kill his mother right in front of his fucking face like this ain't no fucking game this wasn't it's easy to judge when you are not in it but if you cannot hear about a story like this and put yourself in the mother's shoes like do you really think she deserved to have her child die for that do you really do you have that little regard for black children in their lives do you really think that mother deserved to have her kid die she fucked up okay the gorilla is gone it's sad but get a fucking grip like really get a fucking hold of yourselves you're really saying the gorilla should have lived over this baby like, you know bitch. white people love animals more than us. They, I mean, and they, <laughs> like they Jimmy Kimmel cried behind that fucking I lion. I will never get over cried that. Cried behind tears. that fucking lion. Real white American tears over that lion. <laughs> Amidst like the heat of the fucking I Black Lives Matter movie. White people think like, animals are us. white too. Like <laughs> they think animals are white too. Like they really black do. people are subhuman. Even like we're sub animal to them. Like we are. Because I was waiting for them to call that baby. We are the even less cousins. than gorilla, right? I mean, and I'm sure somebody. I'm sure done someone. It. Did I'm that. sure someone's done it. But like, y'all can't even. You fucking animal rights activists, crazy ass motherfuckers. I can't even be on your side for 24 whole ass hours because then you have to go fuck it up. It Why can't you have a rational response to this? Why can't you? And to the family's credit, they have released these statements talking about people have offered us money. Please don't give it to us. Give it to the zoo. You know, thank you so much for all the prayers and everything. But anything you want to donate, give it to the zoo. We're fine. Our son is okay, And that's all we can ask for. And I agree. Like your baby is alive. That's all you can ask for, girl, because it could have been much, much worse. But for all you assholes who are acting like she deserved to have her baby die behind this and that the gorilla's life was somehow worth more than hers, like more than her child's. They're just like 
bitch. It sucks. Just die. Just die. Down. That is right. It's sad. I even I felt sorry for a fucking animal. I felt sorry for an animal. I've never. I'm so sorry. I've never fucked with animals like that. I just. I've hated the zoo since I was a child. Like, the <laughs> school would animals. make me go, and I would be like, "Really? I just this is so." I like dogs. <laughs> I like domesticated pets, but as far as wildlife, I feel like they asses should be in the wild. I love recognize if I can look at it and be like, "Oh, I know what that is." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I love those types of animals." Uh, but girl, I'm not going to be like, "Oh, you or your baby should have died because of this accident." Right, like, right now, I know that my mama. All I can do is speak for her because she would have been like, please, please get my baby out of that pit so I can kill him, my <laughs> mother fucking self. I mean, he's three, though. That's what they do. They right. run the fuck off. Like, they're terrible. You, you literally know? will blink and your baby will be halfway on the other side of the state. Like, Man. you just, you, like, and so, especially as someone who does not have any kids, I try not to judge in those types of situations. Like, that's not even an age I'll where you I'll judge if I know what the situation is right. like. Because I've spent a whole lot of years doing child rearing. But that's not even an age where you can be like, now when we get in here, bitch, you sit your ass down and you don't blah, 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 no, blah, you blah. Because talk kids to don't, like they that. don't care. They're like, I've wanted to see a gorilla my whole entire life and this is not close <laughs> I just enough. figured out what one was, but now I have to. I mean, and he told her, I'm going. Like, we're going. I'm going. I really want to get close. I'm going to do it. Like, and you can sit there and talk to them all you want to. But when they're two, three, <laughs> they're four, like, it eh, just doesn't, right. That's fine. So Whatever. anyway, bitch. Bye. It was like, Out of my face. We were, it was like 45 minutes before the zoo was about to close. And we were hauling ass from one side of the zoo to the children's zoo. And Noah would not get in the stroller, would not let Jade carry her on her shoulders. She demanded that I carry her. She would not jog with me. She would not walk next to me. She demanded that I carry her. And so I had this 35-pound toddler strapped to me running across the zoo and there's there's no negotiating with her Mind like there's you, no Noah please Noah's almost as tall as you right <laughs> right so this is half of my body and the shade we finally get to the children's zoo I'm sweating and Noah like is she's hugging me and then she gets up and she pats my shirt and she goes you're soaking wet <laughs> I said do you know why do you know why I'm soaking wet it could be because it's like 85 degrees out here and I've been running with you for a mile and a half like I think that's it sis that's but she was just like is. you're gross <laughs> no, 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 I was like that doesn't that isn't my problem right she's like I whatever mean, this is fix it yeah but I'm saying the, the point is that you're nasty so when when I get back can you be dry at least <laughs> I'm like, okay, little girl. I am tired at this point because I have been chasing you around a zoo for two and a half hours. I hope Beyonce's next album is all about this and Blue. Because if if, it's amazing. With Blue Ivy knowing exactly who the hell she is and going to (laughs) zoos on like on like Mercury. I just wanna know (laughs) what it's like when she's running around. I know, because I mean, thank God I'm sure Beyonce can just have the whole fucking zoo shut down. But toddlers will be like no i'm not going in my stroller you're not going to make me i'm clearly in a fun house and i'm no. going to like, Ooh, and don't have them to be girl. like yes this is the middle of the street and i know that we're supposed to keep walking but i'm ready for a nap and i'm taking it right here right if they don't care <laughs> like, or if they're if you're crossing the road and they just don't it doesn't even occur to them to look back and see if somebody is behind them or if they're going to be in somebody else's way it's no. like they barely even <laughs> see people in front of them 
It's just like they have tunnel vision for whatever they want. If you are holding on to a toddler's hand and walking with them and they're you're walking too fast for them and their legs just stop, they're just like, no. Nope. And you, there's nothing you can do with that. No, because there's you're moving nothing, too fast. You're asking way too much of me, so I'm done. There's nothing you can do with kids at that age. Like, So going to the zoo is something where you have to prepare yourself mentally. Like, I know this is about to wear me down, but my child is going to have a good time and I want to keep that in mind. Like, that was what I had to keep in mind. These kids are three and five. They are excited but if it was madison and her baby holly they would have been saying well harambi was no angel and he stole Child. all the bananas from the rest of the fucking gorillas in the zoo and i find it hard and to he believe, always had an attitude like why was the exhibit that packed and no other parent noticed this child wandering off and was like hey girl your baby though like i feel no, like if like, it was madison wandering off somebody would have cared <laughs> to be honest i, I had a joke but it's too you ain't shit. Anyway, I'm done. I just rest well, in peace, rest Harambe. In peace you didn't. Harambe. You really didn't deserve that, brother. You Harambe really didn't. was literally looking at that baby like, "What the fuck are you doing down here? <laughs> <laughs> I came here to see you. You don't belong in here." Right. And then they started hollering. And he's like, "Oh God, I know right. they're about and to bring right. the And then everybody out. started screaming. So I mean, I'm sure Harambe was like, "Well, now, bitch, what well, is? Bring it? your ass! Like you can't just be down do, here. Do y'all want it back? God, it just sucks. It does. It sucks." Okay, so my read this week is kind of like a spiritual one. (laughs) Not really. But um, I'm not necessarily angry about anything. I just want to say that... hmm, How should I approach this? Okay, there are a lot of people who... Who are in relationships with someone and shit goes south. Or, you know, maybe you just broke up with somebody and you start dating somebody new. Right, and then they get to running around talking about how great this new person is and how great, you know, how they do all of the things that, you know, Juwan wouldn't do and, you know, and opens the car door for you when you're getting into the Uber and, like, paid for extra biscuits, whatever. Like, y'all will be flat out trying to, like, flex on your ex and... Instagram about how great this new nigga is or how great this new woman is but it's like y'all seem to be forgetting something called the honeymoon phase now I don't know maybe you don't think back to the time that that person that you're trying to shit on was also super perfect and super great when y'all first started dating each other and then it's not anymore because y'all niggas hate each other at this point and you didn't do the work to maintain your relationship and establish trust Mm -hmm. and those sorts of things or maybe that nigga just ain't shit or she just ain't shit it doesn't matter but i just want to say that i think that it's very important for us to remember that liking somebody is the fun part like liking someone Mm. is fun having a crush on somebody is fun going out with somebody new and all that stuff is fun Loving someone is fun, too, but it's hard. Liking somebody is easy. Bitch, you could like somebody. Like, I'm sure that before we come to record this show again, I will like somebody new. <laughs> like, And before the next show after that, I will no longer like them. Like, you just, it happens all the time. You could like somebody, and within hours, you'll just be like, I have no idea what I was thinking. And then you'll feel disgusted with yourself the next day. Liking somebody is easy, but it's fun as fuck to just have somebody new and new conversations and get to know somebody. And then you want to do little extra things and be cute with them or whatever. And then after a few months, 
You realize that that bitch chews with his fucking mouth open and does not how to act in public. And the nigga doesn't pay his fucking car tickets and wants you to be the one to pay for it and have your car get, you know, repossessed. You know what I'm saying? Like, after a while is when you start to really get to know each other and the flaws and things come out. And that's when it's like, oh, this person's awful. <laughs> that's not how shit works. You have to find somebody and establish a situation with someone and... Get to a place where it's like, okay, well, this is who this person truly is. These are great things about them. These are the not-so-great things about them. Can I tolerate all of these things? Yes. Okay, well, let me stay and figure out ways to make it work. And maybe, and let me figure out a way so that my flaws, my bullshit can also, you know what I'm saying? It's about synchronizing and all of those things and getting to know each other. But I just don't want to hear any more you bitches <laughs> talking about how sickening this new piece is and how... You know, when y'all go down, go to a new place or you go out of town, he like rented a car from Enterprise and and, and, and paid for the whole thing and then and, and took you to go get crab legs. Like, I don't care about any of this, that like new, fresh dating stuff. It's cute. It's fun. That's the greatest part. That's why that's why a lot of y'all can't stick to a relationship now. Like, that's why so many people are better off single or prefer to be single because you just like running around and dating and and getting to know new people and frolicking and mingling and networking and doing whatever the fuck in the bedroom and outside. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I just think that it's incredibly goofy and you're doing a disservice to yourself to try and convince me and whoever used to fuck you that you have just found... You have found El Dorado because this bitch is out here in in pristine gold. He's perfect. She's perfect in every imaginable way. And then you're going to come right back onto IG in three to four months with some fucking caption, some quote from a a K. Michelle song about how niggas ain't shit and make sure that you cut your grass and all. Like, I don't I don't care. Leave us alone. Leave me alone. Stop it. Be honest with yourself and stop trying to make a relationship so important to you that you just got to be out here figuring it out. You just got to find your diamond in your rough. You just have to. And then you have to just buff it down and show it off to everybody. Like you are probably going to go through a few dates, a few heartaches, breaks and a few lemonades. Before you find the person that you're meant to be with. And I just believe that that is all a part of, you know, God introducing you to relationships and figuring out what's wrong with you and what's wrong with them and what you can and can't, you know, settle for. So instead of trying to get me to believe whatever the fuck it is that you want me to believe or your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, don't be afraid to tell that bitch to eat dust don't be afraid to be like, oh, yeah, this nigga's pretty awesome. And niggas should just be awesome. <laughs> like That's just the way that it is. I don't have to go and run on the top of a fucking mountain or a hill and, and do a 360-degree twirl like the sound of fucking music and announce to the universe that I found a nigga who, like pays the gratuity or whatever like i don't like you can just date and find what you like and what you don't like go through a couple of dates do just a little bit of hoeing until you find your place in the world of love because you're gonna look real dumb when you try and convince everybody that you done found your idris elba and the nigga is actually flavor of life oh god i would love to casually date but i don't think i know how 
had a casually day? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I don't know how to, I've never done it. I've only ever been in, like, serious relationships. <laughs> I've never just so casually dated multiple people. So you've just been like, oh, I met a girl well, and she's lesbians, really cool. lesbians, yes. So you know how we do. Like, <laughs> yes. All Y'all of my relationships like, have been, like, a minimum of three months, six months, one or the other. And see, that's why y'all be getting to bashing on national TV and shit now. Like, <laughs> like that's why y'all are out here knocking each other's skulls loose because y'all oh, be God. like, she's sickening and so, like, fine and her nails are clean or whatever. And so <laughs> I'm moving in on Thursday and, you know, we're going to be together. And it's like, I actually hate this bitch. <laughs> and then y'all get to boxing. I know, like, it's true. But I'm I'm just saying, like, I don't I would love to know how and maybe this summer I'll figure it out. Like maybe this summer I'll actually meet people like I'm attracted to and all that. But dating means that you literally went out with a person that you like. Yeah, who I don't likes do that. You, <laughs> I don't do that. And y'all just kick it. You go to a movie. You go to the park. You go do whatever. I don't ever like anybody. I don't ever have crushes on anybody. Like that isn't true. I'd be having the same raggedy crush on somebody for like a year i don't ever develop new ones you know who i have a crush on it's been the same crush that forever. is odd it is i but know at the same time, but it still is there that's no one's business and <laughs> it's questionable it is but at the same time it's all real i'm shaky, saying is but still like i just go like you have to date i think that again so many of us feel like we supposed to be in relationships like you gotta have somebody because you're washed up or you're whatever if you like single bitch being single is fun it's a bit like it's and that's not to say that there's anything wrong with being married or being in a relationship but you learn how to thrive in a relationship or in whatever else by dating by going and meeting people and being like you know what i really don't like niggas that wear pumas or like like anything <laughs> just like you have to be able to go through a couple of these things and it doesn't mean that you out here fucking everybody if you want to do that too fine whatever but when i say date or do a little bit of hoeing what i mean is like literally going on dates meeting people and not necessarily committing yourself to somebody just because yeah. they fine and y'all get along for the first couple of weeks that you meet each other because eventually you're going to run into something about that person that is going to drive you fucking crazy and they're going to run into something about you that's going to do the same thing for them and then y'all niggas are going to be plucking at each other's eyeballs and posting it on snapchat saying i done killed this bitch because he tried me like yeah and you won't have to do that if you just take your time. Do it right. Let's wait a while before. Oh, I don't know where you're going with that. It was a Janet Jackson song. Oh, sorry. I was blanking out totally. because You're I was taking just... time off to, to make a family <laughs> like she is. Anyway. Oh, uh, leave me alone. That's just something that I felt on my heart because you girls would be out here just le- like legitimately playing a game. But I think that all ties back into y'all feeling like, you know, you be in a relationship so everybody needs to know. It makes you look real goofy, girl. Like, yeah. take it from the great. It's just not this Like, J- well, Jay-Z and Beyonce have had their <laughs> issues too, but they are still together. Why? <laughs> because they were with each other long enough. They've been through enough long enough. They have spiritually and emotionally and mentally and physically connected with one another to the point where it's like, Yikes. I have been through Ugh. enough with you. Oh, that's where so much we intimacy. I can't do it. Fix it. <laughs> you know but you don't have to need you don't have to want that or right. need that. All I'm saying is they shut their asses up about being together forever. <laughs> They really forever did. because they wouldn't even confirm they were married for years. It was like, and I get it. It was like their fourth anniversary before they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, I guess like we got married." Or whatever. If y'all so. must know, 
<sighs> I'm telling you, mind your business and making everybody else mind your business and see if you don't have a better time dating or being in a relationship. No questions and no answers. Mind <sighs> yours. Fuck off. Piss off, bitch. I'm going to be completely out here crazy oh in love God. with my shit whenever I do find a nigga who I decide, ugh, I guess you could stay. I'm promising you, you won't know. All right. You good? Is that it? I guess. Okay. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. Check out our website, thisistheread.com. Also, don't forget, tickets are on sale for our upcoming shows in San Francisco on June 11th and London on July 30th, available at thereadlive.com. We are super excited to come see y'all. And also, don't nobody care about your scowls, bitch. Don't nobody care about what you have on. I'm just saying in general for the girls. Mm. Like, we're not impressed. You know what I'm saying? And so you (laughs) shouldn't be impressed. Like, nobody cares. Literally no one cares. Like, I don't understand why y'all are still going out trying to impress everyone. That doesn't have anything to do with relationships. That's just in general. Like, you girls could literally stay at home and choke. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Also, heads up, next week's episode will be late because we will be at formation. So, um, some other time that week. You can absolutely kiss Late or early. I don't really know which one it'll be. Well, we should do it late so that we can talk about the tour. So, but yeah, it won't be on time next week. Show next week at all. <laughs> it depends on whether or not I die. Okay, yeah, we'll see what happens. So, but just wanted to let y'all know. I also have two tickets, but I haven't decided who I'm taking it. Mm, hmm. Um. Problems. Problems of the baitless. So the first night, I ended up with an extra ticket, and so I gave Jade my ticket so that she and Asante could sit together. Right, so it's like I don't have... But the second night, I'm going to the pit with Bailey. So, who I don't think you know Bailey, but Bailey's got a pit ticket on Wednesday night, too. I think you're going to get wet. Well, I don't really care. I know, I'm just saying. I don't. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to wear and what I'm going to do with my hair, but I'm just... I feel like I should have this narrowed down already, and the fact that I don't is causing me some anxiety, but... Anyway, it's coming. So. Yeah, I mean, it could literally just be me and Jesus. Right. I don't know right. what's going to happen. But and I a just lot of people have, have told me, you know, you're going to hate the pit. And if that's true, they then... lied because they've never been in the pit. <laughs> well, I think they went in the pit and they were like, oh, I didn't like it. Well, but I mean, to you. that may be the case, but have I'll have a regular life. seat also. So I'll experience that's it both ways. That's really all that matters. So I'm just so excited. The queen is coming to enrich my life. It's been long enough. And it's the only bright spot in my week. Um... As you all know, I have recently endured a loss, and I don't want to talk about it. I am very much in my feelings, like, for real in my feelings, because this team has done this to me again. So what do you call the Western Conference press conference? The conference conference? Yes, you call it the conference conference. So, but anyway, just a friendly reminder that I love you all, but not as much as my team. So if you... At me talking shit, I will block you or mute you. I think that's you. fair. Like, I will not engage with you about it. Just please stay out of my mentions if I'm not in yours. Please stay out of my Instagram comments if I'm not in yours talking about my team because I will block or mute you. Like, I will just do it. And if that's what you want, then please bring your hate on. But if you'd like rather not, then, like, I just... I usually hit I kind of like mute, mute because... I kind of like mute because it's like they think I can hear them and I can't. So I just gonna. It's kind I of like, like for you to know. You. I like yeah. for you to know. I mean, it's just like, really whatever mood I'm in. I'm just saying, like, 
the way I feel about this is serious. Like it's not, I'm not joking with you about my right. team and the way that I love them. And it's on top of the Saints having a shitty ass season too. So I'm just, and the fact that they toy with me, you niggas were up three to fucking one. How the fuck did y'all lose three games? Uh, it just. I'm assuming that means out of seven or. They lost the numbers. three games in a fucking row, including one at home. Like, you niggas were blowing them out. How did you do? I just don't talk to me about this, okay? Just don't. Riley probably just, just got them a bunch of drink tickets the night before. Just don't talk to me about. I just don't want to fucking talk to y'all about it. That's Please great. respect that. Oh, shout out to you know. I don't think that I had to block anybody in terms of the formation tour. Oh yes, congratulations! Y'all have really, really been keeping up with that. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I really do too. I have managed to avoid tour footage. I really have. I saw a couple of pictures. Thank y'all for that. I mean, but I think those, I've seen outfit those are changes, of things Beyonce. like that. Right? I mean, that's I've avoided all the shit I wanted to avoid. Same. So thank y'all for that. Anything else? Do you have any news? Yes. 305 Live is in just a few weeks here in New York City. You can go to fury305.com to get tickets. It's going to be a wang dang doodle bitch. There's going to be lots of music from this year, the oh. last year, <laughs> 2014, and years before. But we're going to keep it current because nobody wants to be in the club all night long listening to Jim and the Holograms and motherfucking it's just one of those days that a girl goes through. Like, bitch, yes, fine. But girl, please, Gucci just got out. So, oh God. 5 Live is going to be great. If you came last year, make sure that you show your face again. If you didn't, make sure that you show your face this year because it's going to be loads and loads of fun. It's Pride Weekend as well. So it's going to be lots of fun. It's for people who literally want to come out and have a good time and dance. It's a no-judge zone. Come, you know. It's a good time every time. Absolutely. So go and grab your tickets and things of that nature. It's going to be fun. Um, shout out to everyone who I saw in D.C. who came up and spoke and took pictures. I'm very sorry if I had a poor disposition. <laughs> uh, Chase tried the fuck out of me on several occasions. A couple of people stepped on my shoes. Mm. Um, but, you know, the shoe part isn't such a big deal. Um, it happens. It's part of going to the club. But, you know, you get agitated. Yeah. Um, but thank you for, anyway, uh, many, many, many of you, not just in D.C., have come up and said, you know, I know that you hate when people touch you, so that I won't. Now, I just want to clarify something. I do hate it when people um, enter my space. You can tap my shoulder if my back is turned to you to get my attention. I will not bite you. <laughs> like, niggas, like, some, this wasn't even at D.C., some girl, I think, at... Maybe I was in Miami. Yeah, I think I was in Sweet Heat. And this girl approached me and she like tapped me on my shoulder. I turned around. She was like, are you kidding me? I was like, yes. And she was like, I'm so sorry I touched you. I know that you don't like people to touch you. I was like, you <laughs> didn't take any flesh with you, girl. Like, you're all right. Like, so I have to clearly do something. Yeah. To fix. Well, I mean, you've, this is definitely the, the message that you've put out. So I understand why people received it in that way. And then a part of me, like, doesn't want to fix it because then no <laughs> money will touch me. But I, you know, also don't want for y'all to think that you can't. Like, come and speak to me. But anyway, hi, and um, I think that's it. Do okay. I have anything else? July thirtieth is London. Yes. Um, San Francisco coming up very soon. I'm forgetting something, but I don't know what it is. Oh, shout out to Uncommon Sense. Andrew's not going to be on this week. Praise God. They just told me. I'm like, so I'm looking forward to going to work tomorrow. Okay. Um, Goodness. but I think that's it for me. Do you have an acronym? Um, F C F L 
Fuck croissants, fuck legumes. And why would it be that? I don't know. What is it? It's fuck Chase for life. <laughs> because quite Again? honestly, for all of my days, y'all can eat several dicks. And that's like literally until the end of time. <laughs> Till the end of time, y'all hoes could die. That's how I feel. Fuck y'all forever. All right. We'll see y'all next week. 